Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. I like the open Shirley Rhodes. Welcome in to this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. It is game week. Finally here, East Carolina kicks off the 2022 season coming up this Saturday against the North Carolina State Wolfpack. We'll talk about it today and all week long here on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. You can find us online, pr927fm.com and watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube and be a part of today's show as uh, we will take your comments and questions on YouTube and Facebook. All right, coming up on today's program, we'll open up the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday, our final chat with the guys before we finally get in season and have some games to talk about with the fellas next week. We will talk to Holden Nailers in just a couple of minutes. Rajay Harris will join us in the 3 o'clock hour. Xavier Smith at the end of today's 3 o'clock hour. In the 4 o'clock hour, talk to Pirate linebacker Miles Berry, also Ryan Jones. And in hour number three, Keaton Mitchell, Isaiah Winstead, and Jeremy Lewis right here on the Players' Lounge on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Troy D is here. What's up, Troy? Hey, Clip. How are you, man? Happy game week. Happy game week to you. God, I can't believe it's here already. For the 12th time, are you going to say <laughs> summer's over? It is officially, unofficially over at this point. But boy, it still feels like summer outside. But, it is uh, a hot one. It is. Uh, I tell you, with the way ECU's schedule is, with four home games to start out, uh, it won't be any beach time until October. But um, I'm going to struggle through it, and I'm going to I'm going to focus strictly on football at this point. And uh, Holden Naylor's joining us here, Holden, to hear that, the dedication from Troy to struggle through these games. <laughs> yeah. That's got to fire you up, right? Oh, it does. Yeah. Um, inspirational right there. So, <laughs> okay. um, just... Can you talk to the team before Saturday, yeah. Troy? I, I, I'm considering it. Uh, I'm going to do a warm-up speech Thursday at the party. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Coach Houston will be there. He might need my services Friday night. Maybe, Maybe even so. a Saturday right before so. they run through the tunnel. Yeah. But uh, whatever service the Pirate Nation needs from me, I'm willing to do- donate. Holden, uh, we ask you a ton of questions this offseason. We're about out of them. We're ready for yeah, games. For How about, I mean, Coach Houston, these coaches, even you yourself to your teammates, you got to motivate the guys, say different things. You don't want to deliver the same exact message. You want to tweak it. So, uh, first of all, with Coach Houston, how, how does he do when it comes to motivational speeches, firing up the guys uh, for every game? He does pretty dang good. Um, he's definitely the best uh, speech giver before games that I've ever had. I mean, he he gets the guys fired up, and uh, it's not it's never the same. You know, some coaches have kind of the same thing every time, like you said, but um, he changes every time. And you know, by that point, if you're not ready to go play, I mean, you got something wrong with you. I mean, you can. We really we have our you know pregame speech right there. Um, looking over the field because we're in the lock in the um, weight room right there. So I mean, if you can't get pumped up before that, it's, you you don't need to be playing. Hold on, how much of the you know pressure for this year, you know, expectations falls on you because I mean, let's be honest. I, I was I sent you a screenshot actually this weekend. I was down at um, the coast and they have something called Spectrum News for folks that don't get that in Greenville. It's a statewide newscast on on Spectrum, 
and their lead sports story was one week from tonight, NC State, it wasn't prepares for East Carolina, prepares for Holton Aylers as they roll into Greenville. And I said that to you. I was like, wow, what about the rest of the team yeah, they ought to worry real. about too? But you're, you're the story right now, man. This is, uh, this is your team. This is your year. And, um, you know, just the moment that you're in right now, knowing what's at stake for this season. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it pressure. Um, it's really a privilege just to be in this situation. And, um, I mean, coming here, these are the games that you, you know, come here to play in. You know, me and, you know, the leadership council were kind of talking yesterday. Some of the guys, most of those guys in there are guys that we came in, were fifth-year guys that, you know, came in when the program was really in shambles. Um, and we talked about, you know, this is the game that we, we wanted to play in when we got here. We wanted to bring the fans back into the stadium and bring hype around you know, the off season going into the season. So we finally have that back and just got to go there and produce now. Look, there's so many important games on the schedule and you guys want to get to postseason play again. But this does kind of have a feeling, and it's not ECU Super Bowl. This is an important game and it's a great rivalry, but it's not the end-all be-all. But I will say it, it does have an electric atmosphere as we head into the week right now as far as the excitement level going into a, a season opener like this. Yeah, it does. I mean, the excitement around Greenville is probably the most it's been, you know, since I've been here for mm-hmm. sure in, in a really long time. So, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about it. You know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, the fans are going to have a huge impact on the game, especially like third downs and stuff like that. Um, we, we're going to need them to get loud. But, I mean, we just got to focus what's in between the lines and focus on our job. And then at the end, hopefully the outcome comes our way. Holden, watching a clip right now on Twitter of Russell Wilson throwing an interception, Damon Magazoo, oh, yeah. 2010, to beat NC State. Were you at this game? I was. I was at that game. Section <laughs> so, three. So you were probably cheering for the Pirates at I this was, time. yeah. And now uh, you're going to be uh, playing with the Pirates, trying to beat NC State at home. And uh, Dave Doran was on with Brian Bailey earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. We'll play some of those cuts later. But talked about how he knew you and, and yep. your recruitment. And one thing I do remember, I remember asking your dad after you took that trip there, and he said, uh, I tell you what, the, their facilities are top notch. And I yeah. was like, wait a minute. Well, how much did Holden like those facilities? Yeah. <laughs> so, how, what was that like, Holden, uh, visiting NC State? Uh, any any thoughts in that head of yours? Uh, you know, I could see myself in red one day. Yeah. I mean, I one thing with my recruitment, my family did a really good job of was they gave, they, you know, they sat me down and were like, look, you know, you got to give everyone a chance. You know, you went, obviously I'm from here. Um, I'm an ECU fan and stuff like that, but everyone did deserve a chance. And they were probably the closest school I was going to outside of ECU. Um, and Coach Jordan, those guys did a really good job recruiting me. But I mean, at the end of the day, who can pass up a kid from Greenville playing quarterback in Greenville? I mean, you can't really pass that up. Old Naylor's joining us. We'll be on the field taking on NC State on Saturday. Watched a little football on uh, this past Saturday, week zero. And I did a double take hold and I was watching Charlotte and FAU. Yeah. And the announcer said, Great pass breakup by Tank Robinson. Oh, yeah. I was like, Wait, that can't be. He's still our, playing. He's man. still getting it done yeah. on the field <laughs> at Charlotte. Uh, were you able to watch any week zero action on so Saturday? So I watched the Vanderbilt game. I was super busy during the day. Um, I had a lot of film and then some meetings and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I watched the Vanderbilt game. It was like 10 30 at night. So uh, I. Mike Wright, their quarterback, uh, he was at the Manning Passing Academy, so we became good friends and, and kind of watched that. I, I tried to watch a little bit of the Charlotte game because I'm friends with Chris, too, their quarterback, uh, but I got just bits and pieces of it all day. Troy, I have a stat. Uh, actually, it's a trend to consider. All right. I'd like to throw out to everyone. Okay. Uh, so far, this college football season, in games featuring a team that wears purple that is an 11-point underdog, Facing a team that wears red, whose school name begins with the letter N, mm-hmm. the purple underdog has won outright. 
And uh, would that be 1-0 on the season? That would be 1-0, perfect. And that would be Northwestern knocking off Nebraska. Yeah. Wow, I like that. (laughs) Now, that is a... uh, See, that's the type of information and stats that is what makes local programs like this so great. Because you're not going to find that on ESPN. You're not going to find that in USA Today. You're not going to get that anywhere else. That is the type of stat that you could take to your workplace tomorrow and really impress a colleague (laughs) with. Yeah. And I like that. I like getting that that deep inside the numbers clip where it's a relatable stat to our fan base. Everything I see, I say, how can I make this sound good for East Carolina? <laughs> yeah. And I was able to do Big that. Big win for Northwestern, by the way. It was. Yeah, the Wildcats on a tear. Uh, over in Ireland. Holden, uh, how would you like to play a, a game overseas like that? I, I'm all down for it. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet if you asked me. I mean, free vacation in a way. I mean, obviously <laughs> you're practicing and stuff, but I mean, if they're going to send you to another country to play football i'm down yeah. for it there was a lot of uh angry fans in red troy there was a lot of nebraska fans <laughs> that bet. made that trip to ireland yeah i saw scott frost commenting afterwards they got to rework some stuff uh, would you say he's on the hot seat uh what's hotter than hot <laughs> flaming uh yeah he's standing at he's this on point. an inferno chair <laughs> yeah. at this moment yeah, he saw that. He said they need to be more aggressive on offense. Well, he's yeah. well, he, a former he, quarterback, offensive coach. Yeah, I was gonna say he kind of his job. He, right? he should have a talk with himself. And <laughs> he's got to look at the mirror. That. Yeah, yeah. He, he could have some say so on how they run that. But to, I mean, that's a tough season opener, a conference game. East Carolina not playing a conference game, but they're also not playing like Florida and M like North Carolina did. You open up the season old yeah. with a challenge, and you guys are kind of used to this. You've played yeah. tough season openers pretty much every year, right? Yeah, since every year here. since I've been here, it's been really an in-state school or a, i mean a big good team so yeah. hold on, how, nothing new to us how are they doing like a lot of times like the first 20 plays going into the game might be scripted yeah. and you already know kind of what to expect uh it can always be adjustments but is that is that kind of how how's donnie and how are you guys handling that this year as far as the, you know the start of the game yeah um we're gonna sit down wednesdays usually when you kind of get you know the little bit of the first script planned out and I mean, you always plan something and something else happens, it seems like. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you definitely run the first couple plays um, to script, especially to start the season. I mean, just stuff that you're you're good at. I mean, stuff that you know will work and, uh, you know, just trying to get the thing going in the right direction. So, it's just it's a handful that, you know, we're going to start yeah. this way and then we'll kind of go fire there. after yeah. that. Yeah. Rajay Harris is sitting right out there, Holden, so don't beware of that when you answer this. If you could call the first play of the game, I was going to say every play, but you'd probably throw the ball 75 times, but first play of the game Saturday, what are you calling? What are you running? Well, I have a little bit of a say-so in this uh, when I sit down with Coach Maybe you shouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Um, I mean, a touchdown is what I'm going to call, but uh, yeah, I mean, I Why don't y'all call that every play? Yeah, I know. know. I'll try to talk to him about it, but yeah, I I have a little bit. I'm not going to say I have a ton of say-so in it, but I mean, he definitely... I mean, I have an opinion in it, and he listens to it, so I'm not going to say too much there because, and, and we might actually run that play. All right, so let, let's peel back the curtain a little bit without, you know, giving out just logistically. Donnie's calling the plays. Yep, he calls it down now. In the the helmets now have a headset where you can hear. No, them. are they dull? Just in the NFL. that's the NFL only. Yeah, so, so, they, you, uh, so they signal them in to you. They signal them in. So yeah. it's still the old hand signals, which is what you see the guys. Yeah, you've got like three of them. A couple of them are decoys because they're always worried about people stealing signs. No, still. so they're all real. Uh, well, yeah, I mean they're just signaling different things, but they're all, they're all real signals. We don't have any. Okay, so you're wa- looking for them. They hand signal it to you yeah. what the play is. And then you take the play. How many plays? So you have to memorize what those hand signals mean. Yeah. Or what the signs are that they're holding up. Yep. Or it is a combination. Both, yeah. um, how many different plays, first of all, does ECU have like in the playbook? Oh, gosh. <laughs> a ton. I mean, I you can't really count them. I mean, every single play I mean, has. Hundreds? Oh, at least, yeah. I mean, I so, think. 
I mean, probably over 500. So not only do you have to memorize the plays yeah. and know the plays, you have to then memorize the calls for those plays. Yeah. So it's really kind of two sets of, of yeah memory then, skills you have to have. Yeah, we're at the point now where we signal in uh, multiple plays, and then whatever look we have, um, I call the best play towards that look. So. See, I mean, it's a lot to process in a short amount of time. Yeah. And do you ever get to the point where, I mean, because I know this would happen to me. Oh, God, what is that play? No, uh, I've never, I've never had that. I, the signals have always come naturally to me. So Caden Norman was my best friend and roommate, um, and he was kind of like the big signaler for three years of my career, especially the beginning. Um, and him being my roommate and stuff, like we were always together. So I mean, I kind of, we would just talk about it, and like whenever we put in a play, Coach K would be like, you know, this is the name of the play. What do you think the sig- the signal should be? So I already have a say so in it. Yeah. Um, in a way, so I mean, it's not like they just say this is a signal for it and you run with yeah. it. Yeah, like, but that's the type of stuff. Like I've known you for years. I've never even asked you that before. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of the behind the scenes stuff. It is, yeah, for sure. If you don't have those plays memorized or those calls memorized, oh, you're screwed. I mean, you can't. The most terror-inducing thing as a little league football player was the coach telling you the play and then running you in the yeah. game, and you had to tell the quarterback. Yeah. Man, I would freak out. <laughs> I was like X left. I don't know. <laughs> Timeout. What do I do? So uh, yeah, that was uh, that brought back some bad memories. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Cliff. I didn't mean to give you. PTSD there, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I guess you can always audible. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. That's, you can always say I saw something, Coach. Yeah, the defense. yeah when really you're you playing, didn't know the play. <laughs> yeah, your plan B is the audible. Holden uh, was asked this by a listener as far as the uh, the dreaded word COVID. Are you guys still testing? Is there any no. COVID talk? Okay, so all no, that's gone. gone yeah. Clip, no testing. Here's the deal. Now, I'm not talking for East Carolina. I'm just saying in general, can't catch COVID if you don't test for COVID. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> so, so, only during bowl games. So that's just about it. Now yeah. So, All right. There you go. Let's Ask just not worry answer. about him. Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, all right, so final prep this week. Holden, what is the uh, the practices looking like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Is that yeah. coming up? Yeah, Tuesdays are, are the hard practice. I mean, we'll go full pads in. I mean, it's pretty much like a camp practice. I mean, we're all out there. Um, I mean, you, you got time before the game to kind of rest up your body that. Wednesday's kind of in between a light and a hard practice. And then Thursday's the, the run-through. Um, we do two-minute drill and situational stuff then. And then so Friday's... You, you guys call it not a walk-through. A run you guys through. do a run-through. That's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. Um, Friday's even more of a walk-through type thing with no helmet, um, shoes. So we're not even in cleats that day. Um, that is like an official run-through. Um, and then Saturday we have a walk-through in the morning. That's go time. All right, you guys still stay all together the night yeah, before. At the Hilton. Yeah, yeah. So get get off campus or you yeah. know get the, don't have the distractions of wherever. Yeah, we uh, we leave around fr- Friday around like three or four. We yeah. we head to the hotel. What time does the uh, the day start Saturday for you? Pretty dang early. So I think wake ups at six thirty in the morning. Um, we'll have a walk through and then I believe I know the pirate walks at nine thirty. I think we have like pregame meal at like eight o'clock. Blake Carroll was asked by Brian Bailey today if he still gets the game day butterflies, and he said, yeah, you can feel it when you wake up on a game day. How about you? After all your experiences, all your games, do you feel any different when you wake up that game day morning? Um, I wouldn't say like butterflies in a bad way, but more of just like exciting. I mean, you, you work year-round to play 12, 13, 14 right. games. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely an excitement in there when you wake up and you know pop open those curtains to the hotel. And, I mean, you always see people out there already tailgating, even at our hotel and stuff like that. So. I mean, it's definitely a different feeling that, I mean, that's what you train for. Guess when you get on that bus and they bring you yeah. in with the police escort. Yeah, that's, it's, that's pretty it, sweet. It feels pretty pretty yeah. good. You yeah, know, like, hey, this is cool. this is real. It's go time. Yeah, especially when the when the pirate walk's packed out. I mean, there's no better feeling. Yeah, I imagine Saturday 
it will be packed out. Yeah. With Heck pirates. Yeah. Packed yeah. out with pirates. Get it? Heck I like yeah. it. Thanks. I guess later this week we'll have a jersey reveal. Do you have any say in that? Who who decides on the uniform? Yeah, uh, leadership council does, and I'm part of that. So we, we do know what we're already wearing i guess i shouldn't oh. say it i probably would have told you unless you said the uniform reveal thing Damn. but yeah totally forgot about that but uh yeah i mean i know what we're wearing um and i'm i'm pumped about it so speaking of which we're having a uh t- t-shirt jersey what are we calling it t-shirt. it's called a jersey a jersey yeah a shirt jersey uh we could add a reveal right here yeah we could we still could potentially um hot off the presses yep they have just they are landing at showrooms today yep clip rock at Shimmer in Greenville and at UBE. Holt Naylor's jersey? The Holt Naylor's jersey. Shirt jersey. Yep. And we've got them in um, purple, black, and gold. Yep. All three colors are going to be available. I'm, uh, my guess is they'll be on the floor probably this tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be out there tomorrow. So, so uh, Go buy we'll one according to where you're sitting yeah. with the stripe out the deal. Uh, yeah. At Daddy Fickland State. Um, I could go grab one and we could show it. We could have the world debut. Do it if you want one. You well, we've talked about it, so now we clip, need to do can it. Can you clip? Can you uh, kill like for two minutes? I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right back. Hopefully, I can. I'm gonna borrow your key for a second. <laughs> All right, with the Shirzy reveal coming up shortly, as uh, Holden Naylor joins us here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Holden, uh, who are your starting receivers this week? Starting receivers: um, Zay Winstead, Ryan Jones. Slash Shane Calhoun, CJ Johnson, and then Jalen Johnson. Man, uh, somebody had said they were watching you guys uh, practice a little bit, and it's all like six foot plus across yeah, the board, huge. and a uh, lot of lot of talent out there. Yeah. to throw the ball to this. Yeah, year. I mean, there's a lot of talent. We they got a, we got a lot of guys that kind of like you said that can create mismatches with their size, um, with their ability. So excited to go see them work. I mean, they haven't two of them. You know, Zay and um Jalen haven't played a lot of ball at ECU um but I mean they've played a lot of ball at other places so excited to see them go work Saturday I asked Raekwon Boyette who by the way is is awesome yeah like, he, is. he is an excitable yeah. dude and I I said you know how many receivers do you want to play on game day and he said I don't want to give you a number I just want to say I want everybody who dresses to be ready to go yeah. in so like on that note Holden how many guys are, do you feel confident you've already named two tight ends a few receivers but what's that number for you how many guys you feel confident that could play on game yeah i mean honestly we probably have close to 10 guys that i'm confident in now just because i mean there's guys that are in our that have been in our program three four years that have been i've been working with timing kind of behind the scenes maybe not you know on saturdays but behind the scenes that have um you know been waited for their time and they're going to get a time i mean there's got there's guys on that team that maybe aren't starting that are going to get a lot of reps for us this year and a lot of catches so uh i mean we probably got i mean we're we're really deep at receiver once especially once they all get healthy i mean a couple of them are nicked up right now with hamstrings and stuff but once they get going i mean we're pretty deep at that position speaking of the timing do you feel like you know with winstead and johnson is that something you're ready with right now week one or is that something that maybe builds as the season goes along yeah i mean it's always building um and i, I know we're going to be ready to go saturday i mean we're as is the best time we've had um it's probably the last scrimmage so i mean we feel good about it i mean obviously it's something that is going to continue to grow every time you throw the receiver in a game it's going to continue to grow but we're ready all right troy d is back all right let me describe these for our radio audience first and then i'm gonna hold them up to the camera all right so we got purple the back looks just like the back of holt naylor's jersey same i love the uh, number font the same number font same type of print in the name the front has Holt Naylor's autograph embedded in a cool 12 logo. With We're calling this the uh, QB12 Holt Naylor's logo. Yep. It's like a Roman numeral. So, yeah, so we've logo. got 
I'm going to hold this one up in purple. The Holt Naylor shirt jersey, a.k.a. jersey. Purple, jersey. gold, and black. For our uh, YouTube and Facebook crowd. Yeah, you can, you can see them on video. Yeah. So the black has uh, gold letters and, or, and numbers, and the number is outlined in purple. The, uh, the gold shirt has a big purple numbers with uh, outlined white. And uh, those are sharp, man. Like those. Yeah, they came out looking really good. Thanks to our friends. Appreciate you letting uh, University Sportswear yes, sir. be the exclusive provider of these. All sizes? All sizes much, available. Yeah. We have uh, from youth small to, I was going to say, like 2X, a 2X maybe. Yeah. Clip Brock yeah. would have definitely had a, a Crandall or a Blake <laughs> as a kid. The kids are going to eat this up. Yeah, I think these are going to be really popular. They are limited edition, you yeah. know, so they're not uh, – there's not i will say there's not an endless supply of these yeah. now they're going to hit the uh as i said retailers as far as ube and shimmer right now are your exclusive retailers at this moment yep. but um two color print they look really good they look sharp you can get one of each color if you want or just you know get one for your kid too we do have kid sizes available so i, th- I think these are going to be really popular holding these yeah cool. i'm pumped about it so and, and, and they're not going to be too expensive either not like a yeah a regular jersey that's what, that's that like, was one of the things that i wanted to have is yeah everyone can get it and it'll be like in the game. 20 dollar range yeah. or something you know around there Holden, you've learned a lot about football since your time at ecu but how about entrepreneurship and business yeah. and all that you've uh, you've got that I've down pat at this point yeah i mean i'm sitting here running a company kind of behind the scenes and i have people now who kind of do that for me um especially during football season but yeah i mean i've learned i mean if you would have told me when i first got here that i'd have my own business while still playing football i thought you were crazy but it's just kind of worked out that way and kind of naturally happened and uh you know I have, i've learned a ton so it's been fun awesome yeah. He's like a uh, Fortune 500 CEO at this point with uh, the experience. <laughs> Maybe one day between on the field experience and then off the field yeah. business experience, you're gonna have a you're a well-rounded young man. Yeah, yes, sir. So, but if none uh, of that works out, you can get into local politics, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking well, about that one. Which, by the way, <laughs> you the are fifth a quarter guy. Yeah. Fifth quarter coming your way Saturday after the game. Yeah, we should mention our uh, airtime. We start at a 8 a.m. clip, as you know, with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Thanks to Bud Light. Uh, our tw- 20 years as the sponsor. This is we're going into our 20th football season. Holden, when we started Pirate Radio, just there was little baby Holt Nailers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and one day we said, "Man, that little kid's going to grow up and <laughs> be a big part of our station yeah. and university." <laughs> um, but no, it was uh, 20 years ago when we started. This is our 20th season, so we kick it off 8 a.m. this Saturday with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then uh, afterwards, it's the world-famous U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. So, Clip, I know you'll be uh, anchoring that with our buddy Billy Weaver again this year. We're looking forward to that. Everybody's a part of the uh, pregame show, our entire team. Uh, we'll be out there doing tailgate reports. We'll be, you'll be checking in with everybody everywhere. That's a fast-moving four hours, I will say. If you've ever listened to the pregame it show, fast. It, do, it sounds like – I know people have asked me before – the out of market like friends and like how do you do a four-hour show i'm like well listen to it one time yeah. and, and you'll realize man it goes by quick but um it's hard to believe man 20 years clip that uh we start this saturday Holden, do you ever want to call the post game show like before you came to ECU? That'd be great if we had an old clip of Holden Naylor's <laughs> call. With this NIL deal, you could host the post game <laughs> if you'd like no, to. I've never, I've never called in the show before, but I mean, I did listen to it growing up and stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, gotta love the Pirate fans. Yeah. Passionate sure. bunch. For sure. I yeah. mean, it's, and it is, I will say, entertaining. I like to hear just kind of, you get a good cross section of people's views and opinions. Yeah. As I say, we all watch the same game. Yeah. In the same, and it, 
the same thing happened. The same play. But the perspective from people is amazing how different people see things, and it's all the same stuff that we saw. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what makes it pretty cool is, like you said, you know, hearing different opinions and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely see why people call in and stuff. And like you said, I mean, Pirate fans are passionate and want to talk about it. So, why not? Holden, I appreciate you joining us all offseason, man. Been fun to to talk football with you. And now we'll finally be able to talk about results, previewing games. Because once you get into it, like, we'll talk to you next Monday and obviously recap the the state game. But at that point, you're already looking at week two. Yeah. I mean, it it just happened so fast like that. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is in college football is those Mondays, especially Mondays. I mean, you know, Sundays you kind of, you know, look back. And once you finish that meeting with with the film and you go out to practice, I mean, you're on to the next week, which is ODU next week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, once once the season started, it goes by fast. Holden, I uh, appreciate it, man. Thanks appreciate for joining us. Good luck to you. Heck we'll yeah. be uh, excited. We'll be out there pulling for you. And uh, I know the Pirate Nation is behind you. should be an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, I'm pumped. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And uh, tickets still available for folks that uh, if they have not purchased their ticket yet. But I, I did hear the lower bowl is sold out. So uh, yeah. there are some remaining tickets in the upper deck. Good deal. Sure, folks. Holden Naylor is joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge. The service professionals will get the job done, any job size done. For you, you can call them today, 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. We will uh, talk to another member of that uh, Pirate backfield alongside Holden Aylers. Rajay Harris is going to join us next right here on Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll talk to the Pirate running back right after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit uh, Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We're talking to the Pirate players as they get set for NC State coming up Saturday noon, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on ESPN. And at this point, Rajay Harris, our guest here, has played in a lot of Pirate games uh, on the big stage, but still pretty cool to be playing on espn right roger definitely man it's a blessing man it's just a blessing <laughs> did you like what, what did a young football play in roger harris like what were your dreams as a youngster i mean and and now that you're playing you know big time college football there's still more ultimate dreams for you in the football world i'm sure but do you feel like you're kind of living out some of them dreams now yeah man it's just it's a blessing to play you know this game but um a game like nc state they're coming to you uh, that's just a childhood dream you know just playing a Playing a school that them beat Clemson and you know got all this 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 praise, man. It's just it's just a blessing just to be here to go out there and compete with the team. So you're aware of what folks are saying about them this year. How much is that discussed uh, from the coaches? How much is it talked about with you and your teammates? Um, we hear it, we see it, but um, you know we honestly just ready to go out there and just show them what the power is about. You know they got all the hype coming into the game. Which is fun, uh, and just a lot of motivation, a lot of you know, gas for us to go out there and just show them what we can do. 
So that was Mike Houston's first game against NC State. You have not played against them, correct? Nah. So this will be your first matchup mm-hmm. with the Wolfpack uh, coming up on Saturday. And you're a South Carolina guy, so uh, I don't know. Did you know anything about the the North Carolina, uh, I guess, rivalries and things like that growing up? Or were you more about Clemson, South Carolina, those teams? Honestly, I was more about like Clemson, South Carolina, uh, teams like that. But um, since I've been here, I've, I'm not fully understanding, like you know, the rivalry, but I can I can tell that it's it's a big thing here. Did uh did NC State ever take a look at you coming out of high school? Um, I got a couple letters, uh, no offer, no talks with the coaches, anything like that. But a yeah. uh, couple letters and stuff like that. But came out uh, <laughs> came out last week, Rajay. It sounds like Marlon Gunn, and this could change uh, because we learned very early on in your career that. Whoever's having the best week of practice is going to play, and you you took over that pretty early on in your career here. But it sounds like Marlon Gunn has kind of got a spot there, that third running back spot. But I know that's an ongoing position battle, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. You got guys like Camaro and Pop McKay, uh, Nemo, that's just grinding away. So, you know, one day can dictate your, you know, position, your spot. So, um, you know, Marlon's, he got that, that right head on his shoulders and he's grinding every day. So he deserve it, man. And you got to keep going. Keep stacking days. Last week, uh, camp ended, so you had your mock game week. They were calling it. How was practice last week? How'd it go for you guys? Um, it was decent. Uh, he didn't really try to kill us. Uh, we had two full pad days, so it was kind of like two of the days was like camp days again. But, uh, you know, we kind of like bought in on NC State, you know, just to get a little start, just to get ahead of them that week. But uh, this week, we locked in. We ready to play. I'm um, proud to start tomorrow. We're ready to go. When you, uh, I hear a lot of coaches, especially old school coaches, it sounds like they know players almost more by number than name. So they'll be like, we got to watch out for, for 47 <laughs> and you got to watch out for two. How about you? Do you know the names of those state defenders or you know numbers right now? I know some of the names, yeah. but uh, mostly I know the numbers. Um, I know what they do, I know their, their structure, uh, stuff like that. But uh, by the time game time, Game time come I know the, the names and everything. Who? Uh, <laughs> what players are jumping out on tape to you right now from uh, State's defense? Anybody in particular? All of them pretty good to be yeah. athletic. They're very athletic, uh, great defensive line, uh, very aggressive linebackers, uh, great safety number 10, uh, he's good player, uh, cornerbacks, they're long. You know, they're just all athletic, everybody on their defense. How's uh, how's this offense clicking as we, we get into this final week of practice here? Is it uh, still things to fine-tune, or are you, you feeling pretty good about where you are? Um, you know, we got one more week to, to ice it up. But, um, you know, I'm feeling good about the offense. Every player on offense, I'm bought in. I know I know the defense ready. Um, I know Coach K going to have us ready. Holton's going to have us ready. So, you know, we're going to go out there and execute. Talked a lot. Keaton Mitchell uh, going to do some kick returning, and a lot of the defensive guys say they're going to be a part of special teams. Are you in on any special teams this year for East Carolina? Yes, sir. Um, I'm trying to do some punt to uh, kick off. I'm trying to get in everywhere, honestly, man. I'm just trying to get on the field and have fun. Yeah, and and coaches have different philosophies on that. Sometimes they want the second, third stringers to be on those special teams units. It sounds like East Carolina wants their best on the field at all times. Is that oh, yeah. how y'all do it? Definitely, definitely. If you can play, if you're able to play, you're going to be on special teams. No matter if you're one, three, two, it don't matter. Like If you can play, you're going to be on special teams. Raja Harris joining us here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Uh, did you watch any football Saturday? I had a few games on to choose from. Did you see uh, anything? I watched Western Kentucky and Austin P. Uh, I watched the old player, former player here, Jamie McCray. Uh, mm-hmm. He played a uh, good bit. Uh, Northwestern game a little bit. I just found out today that the, 
the internet or something went out, the lights or something. I, I don't know. I just found I that out it. today. Uh, uh, but I ain't watch a lot of it, to be honest. I'm just ready to see the Pirates out there. I'm ready <laughs> for that Sunday. Watch film on, on us. There you go. <laughs> uh, I had a, my last fantasy draft Saturday, Rajay. I took 149er, and that 1-9-er was Debo. So that's a good idea. How you feeling about that pick? That's a great pick. That is a great pick. <laughs> do you play fantasy football? I do not. Okay, I never played not. before. I, I don't even know how to work it. I just, I just real bought, football players don't care about fantasy. I just football. bought Matten for the first time since I was a kid. Yeah, honestly, so I don't even know how to play it. I don't know nothing about it. Wow. I guess I'm gonna learn. Well, how about <laughs> it? how excited are you to be in a game next year? Because the new college football game is going to come out next year. Yeah, that's gonna be sweet. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I'm probably gonna play that every day. <laughs> I mean, that was. Have you? Did you play that growing up at all? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I played college. Oh yeah, I played college. Road to glory, all that. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're living it, and yes, uh, and now you'll be in the game coming up. You can run uh, with that 47 next year Most for definitely. East Carolina. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us. So, uh, so what? You you have a uh, a daughter, of course. You you have a personal life like everyone. What do you do, uh, Rajay, when you get away from football? Uh, I get away. I just spend as much time I can with her. Uh, I talk to my family every day. Me and my dad talk for about an hour every day. Uh, I talk to my mom. She's steady working two jobs right now, so I I catch up with her at the back end. So about 11 o'clock at night. Uh, but the rest of the time, I just feel my daughter and my girl. I just, uh, you know, soak that time. We either throwing a ball at each other. She running up to me, trying to tackle me. Just little stuff like that. It just make my day. Just, awesome. you know, take my mind off football for a little bit. How's, uh, I know the answer to this, but how's school going so far? <laughs> school to school. School you know, to school. Uh, I'm almost there. I'm almost finished. So I just got to keep going. Uh you know, that's the 1% too, you know, just going to class and getting my work done on time, um, being early, 10, 15 minutes early to class, just, you know, separate myself in the classroom. You said almost finished. How much more you got to go before you uh, graduate? Well, I taught I'm academic coordinator. Um, I'm on track to graduate next fall. Nice. So, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to believe, but I'll be a senior next semester. You know, and it's, it's crazy. You'll be a school senior school and senior. a football playing junior. Yep. Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Good. I feel like I just got here yesterday. I know. It is wild. <laughs> and, uh, and again, you started playing early on, which Mike Houston, uh, he doesn't really care what, what classification you are. If you're, I guess, busting your tail, you're going to get you a look, play, right? You can play. Yep. <laughs> what do you remember about that, Rajay, just playing right away? Like, was it ever... Was the game ever like too fast for you? Did you have to uh, have you a, a welcome to college football moment, or did you pick it up early on? Oh yeah, I had the moments. Uh, <clears throat> I remember the first game like it was yesterday. It was UCF, UCF, right? UCF, and uh, shoot, them guys was fast. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never like played no Florida team coming out of high school, so I never knew how fast they really were. You know, so going out there, it was very fast. I had to slow my mind down because it was just racing, racing, racing. But uh, after I slowed down, my mind and everything, it just, the whole game slowed down. And you feel, I assume, a, a 100% different heading into this week one than that week one? Like oh, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mentally, yeah, yeah, mentally. They say it slows down. Like, what does that mean? Like, uh, So, you know, when I first got in that first time, I still remember it to this day. Like, you know, we got Mike calls, so hold on my mic, this person, and you got, like, plus one or minus one, and... I wasn't even thinking about none of that. I was thinking either I'm going to get the ball, I'm going to run this route, and I'm not looking if I got to pick up a blitz, none of that. But now it's like yeah. I can slow it down. Like I can tell what, what they're running, the defensive fronts, the coverages. Like I can I can tell everything pre-snap now, and it's just – 
you know, it's gonna slow down. Another weird thing about that one too, there was no fans screaming and yelling, right? <laughs> no, it was just like practice out there, man. And you know, I got a plus out of it. You know, first year just trying to, you know, lock my mind in on what college is going to be. You know, like physicality part. But um, last year was kind of eye opening for me with the crowd. Yeah, and I'm just ready to hear them Saturday. Go yeah, <laughs> with all them people there, and the majority of them are are rooting for you and cheering for you. You know how. Did the nerves pop up? Like, how do you how do you take all that in? Uh, honestly, I just be ready to play, man. Uh, you know, I hear the crowd, but the crowd's not playing. I'm playing, so um, I just got to focus on the task in hand, and we can celebrate with them after we win. But um, yeah, you definitely hear them. It definitely give you a little chills or whatever. But uh, once you out there, man, you locked in. Locked in, ready to go. Rajay Harris Holden said uh, Tuesday. Is going to probably be the most physical practice this week, Four and packs. yeah, uh, which you you don't mind, right? Nah, I don't mind at all. <laughs> I don't mind at all. <laughs> mind and then, uh, so what's Friday like for you guys? The day before game, what are you guys going to be doing uh, on Friday? A lot of mental, you know, just you know, sharpening up everything. Uh, you probably be in tennis shoes, no helmet. You just out there walking through a true walkthrough, but uh, it's just a lot of mental, a lot of mental work. Uh, the scout team helping you guys out this week, I guess, since you were playing day one, were you ever on the ECU scout team? Yes, I was, man. Me and Keaton was on scout team together, running 20 personnel the whole time. So we really didn't get no breaks, but uh, it unbenefited, man. It motivated us to get on that one field. So For folks that don't know, Rajay, the, mm-hmm. you know, we're familiar with that term and what the purpose is, but there might be some folks listening right now that go, what, what do you mean by scout team? So for folks that are tuned in that don't know what that does and how that helps ECU football, mm-hmm. break it down for them. All right, so you have a feel like, you know, the ones and twos that's going to play majority of the snaps uh, on Saturdays, and then you have another feel where it's like freshmen that just coming in or – you got like a three or four at that position. Um, they'd be on the other field just just practicing on reps, trying to get all the reps they can get uh, to finally get on that one field, two field, and just, you know, ball out. And a lot of times they'll mock plays too. Run the same plays. Most of the time they run the same plays or they'll run their defense or NC State defense. Right, they'll try and mock the team that you're playing to give you a look of what – NC State's defense will look like or, or the offense might look like for the defense. Yep. But, uh, you know, Coach Houston, he's the type of coach, like, if you balling out on scout field, uh, he'll move you over quick. Uh, I think he shouted Taj. Taj out the other day, like, after week three, Taj got removed from scout field and came over there and balled with us. So, you got to put in the work no matter what field you're on. Rajay Harris joining us. You mentioned something about the internet going out that game, uh, Nebraska-Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Alex said uh, – I think he's talking about how the internet went out in the stadium and beer was free yeah. for an amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I saw that clip that they uh, did beer free. I, you know, <laughs> I saw someone go, God, we could only pray for something like that happening in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But I, mm. for some reason, if the internet goes out, I just feel they'll stop sales. I don't think they'll put uh, it yeah. on. I feel like that shut everything. Yeah, I don't think they'll put it on free <laughs> We play, had a discussion you know? about that today. But well, like what a classy move. What a great customer service move right there. Those folks in Ireland know how to do it, I guess. <laughs> Everybody be leaving the stadium to go down and like all the players be like where's everybody going what's yeah, going on definitely. they won't even watch the game <laughs> <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us getting ready uh, for NC State and uh, we're looking forward to it Rajay uh, once again since you've been here really tough week one season opener so you don't get a break you don't get an FCS opponent right out of the gate a tough team I know you're going to be motivated to go anyway but probably adds even a little more motivation to you guys that's how you want it you know you've been working hard since um, shoot January 
Um, just for this moment right here. And um, everybody done dreamed of it. Like I said, it's just a blessing to play a team like this in the game one of the season, the opener. Let everybody see, like, East Carolina is back. Seems like a long time ago you guys were up in Maryland waiting to play a football game that was never played, <laughs> right? like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. What a, uh, what a brutal deal that was for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we got up there. We was ready to play, practicing, you know, doing team events. And then day before the game, we found out that they had COVID. And I think NC State <laughs> found out like the morning of their game yeah. or something. Oh, wow. that they were going to play out they in got, California. They got hosed, too. Uh, Roger, this is the type of game everybody, you know, works or has friends or family with NC State and East Carolina. There's so much, you know, cross-contamination. You know, mm-hmm. everybody divided families and, and divided friendships uh, over this rivalry. What mm-hmm. about you? Do you have some friends on the uh, other side of this thing uh, uh, as far as players go? I honestly don't. I honestly don't have no no one over there that I know. But uh, I think it was one player there uh, recently, but I think he hit the portal. But um, I don't know nobody on that team. Got you. Nobody. <laughs> so it's nothing personal, strictly business for you. Strictly business. Yeah. Strictly business. See a guy in red, run over him. Yeah. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Rajay, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Enjoyed it. Um, I- I'll bring this up real quick. So, Troy, uh, looks like we're going to have our survivor team back for the NFL season. I'm excited after a few-year hiatus, I feel like. Tony Collins, Ellerby, myself, and you. Yeah. We have to pick one winner in the NFL each week. Very easy. Just straight up. Just a winner. And Rajay... But well, you can I, only pick that team once, Cliff. You can only pick the team once a year. Once you pick them, you can't pick them again. Yeah. But uh, Rajay, uh, how about the 49ers beating Troy D's Bears week one? Of course. I mean, that sounds like an easy one. Cliff, I will say the Bears did finish the preseason undefeated, by the way. And <laughs> okay. last time that happened, the Bears were in the playoffs. Uh-oh. So, Whoa. You know, okay. Speaking of about a little Got stat to consider, um, be careful what you wish for because... <laughs> Sometimes the Bears, I would not bet against the Bears week one with a new coaching staff, with a new GM, with a lot of new players, with a quarterback ready to prove himself. That's a dangerous, dangerous bet, and I am not going to co-sign on that. You can bet against them maybe later in the year, but let's see how they do game one first. We shall see. Uh, they have the second highest uh, spread in that game of all the games, 49ers over the Bears. I'm uh, it's dangerous. Okay. I'm telling you, be careful, Clip. Be All very right. careful on, on week one. We'll have this conversation when, when Rajay's not around. I like the 49ers to beat the Bears, yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it. We got another week and a half to decide. Yeah, so. I just hate for us to get eliminated from you know the elimination pool. We all would one. hate that, but uh, you're the only one that thinks the Bears can be worth a damn this year. So, well, I, I just said I think they could surprise you. All right, I would be yeah. shocked. We shall see if they're good. Rajay, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. We'll uh, talk to you man. next Monday. Recap NC State and also. So get ready for Old Dominion. You're about to get into yeah. it here. Yeah, that's going to go by fast. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, appreciate sir. you joining us, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, Rajay. Uh, that is Rajay Harris joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge. Xavier Smith set to join us when we return here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. We're back with you after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they're the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, fired up here on a Monday. It is game week. It's going to fly by, so enjoy it, folks. And uh, we are packed this Monday. We've got the Pirate Radio kickoff party coming up thursday night state theater tickets still available but going fast and uh under a hundred under do we have another number we can say we're under troy d uh, that'll be the next number will be we're sold out yeah so um, get them now yeah so we are under 100 tickets we were over there all um really kind of after our staff meeting we spent a couple hours there getting the setup ready it looks really it's going to look really awesome um most importantly clip Getting, come on in. Say, come on in the house. X, I should say. Um, good to see you, my man. Yes, uh, we got the most important things done. That was the deliveries from our good friends at Carolina Eagle. Nice. With uh, plenty of ice cold pirate beverages already getting chilled. Clip for Thursday. Excellent. Which by the it's so, uh, Clydesdale's week as well. Yeah, we'll have a so Clydesdale we'll, out there we'll on have a Thursday. Clydesdale there. We'll have the main of uh, the main our main. Uh, well, we've got two kind of musical guests. We've got a DJ from uh, Dirty Dance that'll be performing for us. DJ Kid Scene. He also is from The Buck, if you're okay. familiar with him. He'll be spinning the tunes. All right. And then uh, turning things over to the main show uh, once the doors open to the Breakfast Club. Some 80s music. Yeah, so it'll be 80s music. It'll be a lot of fun. We've got or as uh, Xavier Smith would call it, oldies, probably. Oldies. 80s music. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's more classic. God, I don't know. <laughs> well, for us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Xavier, yeah, yeah. 80s. Yeah. But uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, they're only 10 bucks. We're donating that $10 to local charities here in the area. You can go to our website, pr927fm.com. Click the link at the top of the website. It'll take you right there where you can buy. Everything's online, and, and it'll get, get you your ticket digitally. And they'll scan your phone, and you're good to go. Doors open at 7. All right. Question uh, for the both of you. Welcome in, Xavier Smith, by the way. Troy D. here. Uh, have you ever sang karaoke, Xavier, by chance? Uh, not not in a public setting. <laughs> uh, maybe behind closed doors, maybe okay. in the shower. If you were going to go, what's your go-to song if you were asked to sing on stage? What would you go with? Sing on song? Uh... Troy, if you have yours ready, you can fire. That's a good question, Clip. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a difference between what songs do you like and what song would you want to sing and perform. That's true. So you got to you got to consider that because the song you may like may not be one you'd be good singing at. But That's true. But I'd probably go uh, Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Okay. Nice 80s yeah, tune. Yeah, it would probably be perfect for the show Thursday. Yeah. Maybe I'll jump on with the band and, uh, and sing a little bit. I'm sure they'd enjoy that. I know Shirley really wants me to do that. Yeah, she'd be front row with the lighter, uh, lighter on. Xavier, you got one? Uh, I mean, I'm not much of a singer, but if I could sing, it'll probably be like some uh, man, I don't know, because I can't sing. Well, a lot of people do karaoke, but a lot of you know, Troy can't sing. No, and a lot of rap songs are more talking too. Mm, So you don't even have to sing. Half these guys don't even sing; they just talk. Uh, probably Lil Baby Freestyle. All right. It's the national anthem. 
There you go. Boy, I watched not to get too sidetracked, but I was, I was flipping around. We might as well. We've asked Xavier yeah. almost all we can. I was speaking of this ties into music. I was flipping around last night. That was my, my last night at the beach clip until, you know, the foreseeable future. So after you cried for two hours. And I, I came across the MTV Music Awards because they had it like on five, on every Paramount channel, I guess. They were doing a simulcast. It was like on five different channels. I hadn't watched this in probably 25 years. Same. So I was like, you know what? I'll watch a little bit of this. Boy, you want to feel old. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and watch the MTV Music Awards. I think I recognize like oh, three people, the names. Some of the names I can't even pronounce on this show clip <laughs> that were so dirty. Just what the artist calls themselves. This old man. No, I'm, I'm like, I can't even. If I said this on the show, we get calls, we get complaints, we might lose an advertiser. But this is a person like that's a that's a name. I swear the artist was named after like a female genitalia like i couldn't believe and they put it the graphic on the screen you know nominated it's it's okay. like what how can you say this how can you call yourself this like i just could not believe like how terrible that show was wow. it's a little more open back then yeah man i just i'm definitely feeling like the old man watching that show well yeah that's and it was garbage in, it was go- i mean our demographic the music's garbage the show's garbage all right. All right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not for us. It's not for me. I don't think. Yeah. So. I've definitely aged out of MTV. Yeah. I figured they would just show ridiculousness and catfish. Yeah. I didn't know they had live shows anymore. Yeah. I know. I still like the uh, the challenge. You ever seen that on MTV, Xavier? <laughs> You're not. Road rules. Like, TV like that like stuff. That, no more. Yeah. that still comes on. Does it? And it's still people we recognize. Yeah. Like it's crazy. <laughs> those old people have made a career off going on MTV and being in those challenges. Yeah. I have gotten hooked on a ridiculousness binge before because it just rolls one into the yeah, other, yeah. and I'll just be. Like, and then they'll promo like what's mm-hmm. coming up. I'm like, oh, I got to see what this is now. <laughs> So then they hook me in. They know what they're doing. And you like always that. laughing. It's yeah, I'm like, it is crazy. And it's a lot of stuff laughing. I've never seen anywhere else yeah. before. I don't know how they find this stuff. It's not like stuff, oh, I've seen all that. Yeah. Most of it's the first time I've ever seen yeah, it. Me too. And I look at a lot of weird stuff, guys, and I still <laughs> haven't seen this stuff. Xavier, uh, how'd you spend your weekend? Did you watch any live college football Saturday? I actually didn't. I just took a, two me days, for real. The, yeah. uh, we got out towards the night of Friday, so I just kind of used the rest of that day to chill, catch up on Game of Thrones. Okay. And then Saturday, took my dog to the dog park, gave him a little bit of attention now that he can get some more me time, so I took him to the park, play a little bit of Call of Duty, and then really just watched a little bit of film, watched a couple clips of, you know, games, highlights, but... You know, I just took a break. Anytime I get a break, I am yeah. using it for a little bit of me and then for stuff that's important in my life. So that's kind of what I've been focusing on this year. What episode of Game of Thrones are you on? I'm on season two, episode eight. Oh, so you got through a lot of work there because yeah. you were just yeah. starting. Yeah. You went through the whole first What'd season. What do you think of Ned's... Uh, look, this show's Don't old. spoil we it. Do, do not spoil it. This, it's like 10 years old Clip, now. I haven't seen it yet. and I'm. You're not going to watch I'm it. I'm considering maybe no, one day. No, you're not. You're not watching that. That's too <laughs> much. I heard there's a lot of good parts in it. There's a lot of good parts. Yeah. A lot of bad parts, a lot of good parts, a lot of parts. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm talking about. When you say watch film... Uh, can you do that on your own on your own devices, or do you have to go in to watch film? Like, how do you watch film? I do it on my phone. Okay, they put cut ups and stuff that you know we can access on our phones. So I'll just anytime I'm laying in bed because Game of Thrones, there'd be some parts I'd be getting a little dozed off. So I'll just be watching film, watching practice, seeing the things I did wrong, seeing the things I need to do better. That way I can you know correct other people, get a better approach, better feel for the games, just so we're all 
at a better standing going into the game week because, you know, it's my last year, last year and when people say, you know, it's really, you know, it hits a little different and do hit a little different. So I'm mm-hmm. just trying to make sure the guys are straight for the first game. You know, it's not too much on their place, you know, whatever. I can take off of them, you know, because I'm an older player, more experienced. I can handle it. Maybe they can't. So I'm just trying to have some open communication dialogue with them to see what's the best way we can get things going this year. Xavier, this NC State quarterback is coming in with a lot of hype and attention, and they're really uh, building up him in the program this year. You as a linebacker, kind of the quarterback of the defense, if you will, uh, what, what worries you, what concerns you, if anything, about this NC State quarterback? Um respectfully ain't nothing nc state do that concern me ain't nothing their quarterback do that scared me you know uh i play the game confident i play to win you know i hope other teams are good because i like to compete Uh, i feel like that's the game that's the football you go out there to compete if you think you the best oh yeah all four with that whoever think they the best i want them we want them so you know and then again you know with that, you know, you got to be careful with saying that because, you know, people get caught up in what a lot of people are saying. But I'm just a real confident person. I feel like our team's real confident as well. So we don't really look in for what everybody else got. We just really understand what we have and see the opportunity we got uh, this Saturday. This, this team doesn't intimidate you, though? No. It's good. Never have been intimidated by no team. <laughs> Who I always are, want to beat them. I always want the best top guy. That's the top guy. I want him. Who are the names and numbers that kind of jump out when you watch State's offense? Uh, you know, what do, what do they do well, in your opinion? Uh, I mean, they, they move the ball pretty well. They have a lot of RPO, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, base stuff. But, you know, there's only so much you can do with offense before, like, you see the same stuff, the same picture. So they hide a lot of their stuff with motions and stuff. You don't want to dive deep into the right. game plan. But, you know, a lot of stuff they do, you know, it's like I've been playing for five years. A lot of stuff I have seen before. I know they just trying to hide it with disguises and motions and things like that. So it's really just me communicating that so the whole defense knows and, you know, the backups know, the the safety knows, the defensive line knows. That way we're all on the same page and we all move with each other one unit. And on that note, you've been around so long that disguising that the offense wants to do, you're trying to do the same on defense. It's like a chess match before every play, right? Yeah, it so is. So, like, how chess. how evolved uh, has has this defense become year three, Blake Carroll, when it comes to that? Oh, it's been night and day. Like, I tell the freshmen all the time, like, you think this defense hard? Imagine learning a new one every single year because that's how it used to be when I was their age, you know, in college. So, it's definitely good. Like, it's just been great, to be honest, especially for me. You know, I'm real comfortable with the defense, having three years to really understand it. You know, I know where I fit in the scheme of things, so I can really bluff around, move around a lot, give the offense some different looks to create some confusion on there. And there's a lot of different guys that can do the same things, the disguising coverages, disguising blisters. So it's all just been great to watch this defense develop, watch the team develop into what it is right now. Xavier Smith joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios, getting ready for East Carolina NC State. And uh, Xavier, talk to your teammates about this. You guys, uh, go ahead and open up with the best. Uh, no FCS game. It's been like this just about every year you've been here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it, it. you like the challenge. I love the challenge. <laughs> uh, and uh, when it comes to uh, this rivalry game, I don't know. Did you did you know anything about ECU, NC State, these uh, in-state schools and things like that before you got to ECU? Did you have to learn about it? Before I got here, I had no clue. Like, when it was beef, who's the best school? I was just like, oh, I'll just say my high school. I ain't really know. <laughs> like, it was a North Carolina thing. But being here for five years, 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely into the beef. I'm definitely into ECU rivalry games. ECU to the day I died. Hate all other North Carolina schools. So I'm definitely like, whether or not I like it, I'm in it regardless. So Troy's your kind of guy, right here. Yeah, yeah. you're speaking my language <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. And a lot of pirate fans out there. Yeah. Uh, game day routines, Xavier. Anything you'll be doing? Uh, Holton says the day starts about six thirty for you guys. Does that sound about right. So what's uh, what's it like between that time and, and noon? Six thirty. That's what he said. In the morning? That's yeah. what he said. Wake up. Oh, hold on. Must be on a different schedule. <laughs> <laughs> what time are you waking up? Uh, Well, I don't got... I got an online class, so I wake up about like... Well, he's uh, talking about Saturday. Game Saturday. Saturday. Oh, game yeah, day. Game day. Okay. It's a 12 o'clock cool. kickoff. Okay, yeah. yeah. Saturday. I got hold because I better say I must be doing something wrong there. <laughs> but yeah, probably 6.30. Uh, wake up, eat some food, you know, meetings, more meetings, get a little break, more meetings. Go eat some more food, more meetings, and then you know, eating and meeting. Yeah. Hopefully, you can squeeze in some football with all these meetings. <laughs> Get a little got a lot of committee in. meetings. You know, here. good dialogue, communication, clear up anything we're confused about before you know we go out there, and then after that is relax, get in your own space, and ready to play ball. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to watch it. I know you're ready to get out there. Yeah, I'm excited. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, I appreciate talking to you all offseason, man, and looking forward to finally being able to recap and, and preview games next week. So we'll do it uh, next Monday. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Good luck, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Hopefully man. around 3, 30, 4 o'clock, you're flipping uh, oh, yeah. on the midfield. We win logo. that game. I might do a backflip mid-twist, go out there, do a cartwheel. Yeah, I'm going to be crazy for sure. Keep an eye on it, folks. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live. More in the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll talk to Xavier's running mate at linebacker Miles Berry when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs. And you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Hi, back with you inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Brought to you by Delcor, the service professionals. Can help you with your heating, cooling, plumbing. I guess you don't need heating at this moment, but you will later on this calendar year. But certainly cooling, plumbing, you can rely on the professionals at Delcor 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. Joining us right now, East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry. Game week. Miles, good to see you, man. Yes, sir. Good to see you, too. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, feel any different now that you're you're finally in week of a football game for the first time in a long time? Well, really just hella excitement, man. I'm just excited. Uh, excited to play in front of Pirate Nation. Excited to play with my, my brothers on the field. And 
It's game week. I'm just ready. Yes, sir. And uh, our coverage begins 8 a.m. Saturday morning on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Four hours taking you right up to kickoff. After the game, it's the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We're here until the last caller is served. So we've got our Saturday planned. And Miles and the crew uh, has been planning theirs for a while now, probably. Yes, right, sir. Miles? So yes, sir. We were just talking to Xavier about game day. Uh, Blake Harrell said earlier on the Brian Bailey show, he still gets the the butterflies, not in a nervous way, but just, just that game day feeling. So how about you on yeah. Saturday? What's going to be going through your, uh, your brain? Well, just I probably won't sleep Friday night, honestly. I'll probably need some melatonin just to – put me to sleep but saturday morning as soon as we wake up i'm i'm ready to go music is going to be in my ear i'm focused it's, um just locked in you know on, on everything i needed to need to do and and i'm just i'm ready to go final preparations i guess this week of practice so yes, what's sir. tuesday wednesday thursday uh going to be like for you guys on on the defense tuesday and wednesday is going to be a uh, more like heavy practices you know just getting the final touches in on the game plan for saturday thursday is more of a helmeted practice uh, just going over all type of corrections, a, a true special teams day, Friday walkthrough, and then Saturday it's time to go. All right, sounds good. Miles ready to roll. Uh, when you look at the film, Miles, what stands out to you uh, about the Wolfpack and, and what they do offensively? Well, their quarterback um, is definitely has a great arm. Um, great arm, knows where to go with the football, knows where to put the football. Um, offensive line moves very quickly. Um, very physical offensive line, so we're just going to have to win the point of contact. And they also have a, some good receivers um, on the outsides that are able to go and get contested balls and um, really strong hands. So we're just going to have to do a good job uh, contesting those throws and getting after the quarterback. And, I mean, th- this could differ depending on the opponent, but how much of your job is going to be – Run versus pass on uh, on Saturday. What are you planning for as far as that race? Primarily, I'm 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 focused on stopping the run. Okay, you know, we got to stop the run um, in order to get them in second and long, third and long situations. And then once we get in those situations, then I'll be more uh, focused on the pass and in coverage. Talked about third down defense with you, I believe, last week. East Carolina top uh, ten, top twelve in the country last year on third down. Something you pride yourselves in, and a lot easier when it's third and eight as opposed to third and two. Right? Oh, most definitely. You know, third and two is hard to to get that push sometimes at the line of scrimmage that you need. But third and eight, uh, you know that they need eight yards, so you you can mix up the coverages a little bit, mix up the defense, and and get after it. As, you, as you've watched NC State, how are they tempo wise? Are you planning for them to to be up? Tempo? Most definitely. Uh, the best way to plan for tempo is always expected. You know, and if they come out and they're not in it then cool but if they come out in it we're prepared for it. and that's something that we've been doing from camp in the last couple of weeks of practice we talked to the offensive guys about scripted plays and, and scripting your first 10 20 scripting your first drive how about defense do you have enough film on them to where uh, you can kind of script your defense for the first drive of the game yeah um in film study that's just something you do you you look at the last six to eight games of the season and uh see what they like to do coming out uh, especially in the first quarter and you prepare for that but at the end of the day you kind of don't know what they're going to come yeah. out in you just got to prepare for what you can um, but primarily, like I said, is, is going to be stopping a run and getting them in second and long, third and long situations. Holt Naylor says that, you know, he's got a play that comes in. If he looks and sees something, he can change that play. What do you do defensively uh, when the when you see the quarterback checking, talking to his players? Yeah. What's that communication like on your side of the ball at that point? Well, yeah, we uh, when I see them check, I, I look at the sideline and see if there's a check that I can uh, put the defense in and put them in the best call, put us in the best call. Um, if there's something that 
now, like I said, we we have the ability now as a defense to make adjustments on the field uh, because we're so experienced. So if we if we see a look that we don't like or we want to check to something else, we definitely have the ability to do so. What percentage is uh, would you say ECU's defense is when it comes to coverages man versus zone? How, how much of, are you alternating mm, on that? I think that varies by game. Honestly, uh, some some teams you wanna you might wanna run more zone just depending on the type of uh, routes that they run in um, in coverage. And then if you feel like you can physically dominate them uh, at the line of scrimmage, then you might want to run man. So I, I can't really give you a percentage, but that definitely varies week to week. And uh, whatever it is, you can you can do it all, right? Yes, sir. You're prepared to do it all at this yes, point. Uh, Miles being a, an in-state guy, I talked to Rajay, South Carolina guy, Xavier, Virginia guy. Yeah. Didn't know too much about ECU, NC State before they got here. They understand it now. How about you growing up yeah. in the state? That's that's something huge. You know, uh, growing up, I remember when Russell Wilson was at NC State, and I remember even in 2016 when uh, the Wolfpack came to to Dowdy Fig and, and lost in that huge game. I remember watching that and, and just being like, wow, like I would love to be in that atmosphere. So now just being able to to play um, this weekend in that atmosphere, maybe even a bigger atmosphere uh-huh. than 2016, um, is definitely a dream come true, and I'm, I'm just ready to put it all out there on the field. How do you use that crowd energy as a positive and not let the nerves kick in? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, really, you know, it it's something that I was just telling my mom this the other day, like before the play comes in, you hear the noise, you know, you hear the crowd, you're like, okay, yeah, getting into it. But then as soon as you get that play and as soon as you lock in on to your assignments, I don't hear anything, you know, it, it, that noise completely blocks out. But then as soon as the play is made and the play is over and I hear the whistle, boom, I hear the noise again. So it's it's definitely, it's, we feed off of it, but at the end of the day, sometimes we don't even hear it. So if we see you out there waving your arms, you're probably not, you're just, <laughs> It's I don't know muscle. Like I'm a, I'm a I'm wait I'm waving my arms. I'm telling the crowd to get into it. But then as the play comes in, I won't hear the crowd yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a weird deal. Yeah, right? it's, it's it's something. It's something. Miles Barry joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina, NC State, Saturday at noon. And uh, again, you I said this to Rajay. You played on. Big stages, high-level football, but yes, sir. still something cool about being on ESPN, being the game right oh, after yeah. college game day. Like, that's yeah, a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Uh, being on this platform, being able to, you know, uh, just a dream come true. You know, my, my Instagram name is ESPN's Finest because, like, in middle school, I wanted to – I had a dream of being able to play on ESPN. And now being able to do so, you know, you just want to showcase all that hard work that you put in. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a dream come true, for sure. Miles Berry joining us, getting ready for the Wolfpack on Saturday. We'll yes, uh, talk to Ryan Jones coming up, Keaton Mitchell, Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis later on in today's program. And kind of talked about this last week, but, man, just being able to play against another team at this point yeah. and stop beating on your brothers is probably a good thing, right? <laughs> yes, sir. We've been going going at it since August 2nd. Uh, and and you know going against Holton, going against Ryan Jones on a daily basis, you know it it it's iron sharpening iron, but it, it does get a little nerve wracking, you know, because we start uh, game game planning against each other, and we know our cheats, and, and it kind of gets a little unfair <laughs> at times. But now just being able to. Uh, since the season has started going against different opponents it's just a great thing a name that Blake Harrell brought up earlier today on the Brian Bailey show after talking about you and Xavier is Chance Bates who is a new to 
the program, but certainly not a young player, a veteran at this point. It sounds like we're going to see him out on the field. What kind of offseason has he had uh, with this team? Yeah, he's had a great, you know, his main thing was just meshing with us, you know, and and we've invited him in with open arms, and he's been a a great asset to us. He's been playing at a very high level, and I'm just ready to see him put on that purple and gold in front of of 50,000 and Daddy Fake and uh, doing, showcasing his ability that I've seen all camp, you know. But uh, to the whole pirate nation, the offense can make a change, and but the defense can't make a change. On the, if the offense makes a change, you are allowed a little bit of time to get a change in. Is that correct? How it works? When you say change, you mean a substitution? Yeah, so, or, a sub. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's a, it's still the, very quick. You got to be quick. Yeah, you got to you got to know, and and that's the thing about being locked into the game, especially you know if you're a second guy up, you know you got to be locked in because at any moment the first guy or the starter can go down. So you got to be ready. But as soon as the offense makes a substitution they do allow the defense to make a substitution also have you ever uh, when you're not on the field not been ready to go into a game because mm. <laughs> maybe maybe once or twice yeah. maybe freshman or sophomore year but the last couple of years now nah, i'm dialed in i'm yeah. locked into the game and uh <laughs> I, I could see that happening sometimes yeah so, and, yeah uh, it's, I guess it's the next man to, up at that point I yeah it's it's easy to get kind of out of focus sometimes yeah a lot going on around you especially when you're young you yeah. know but but as a veteran guy you know that it's it's a next man up mentality and you you always want to be ready whether that's even special teams you know if you somebody goes down on kickoff you want to be able to pop up and say hey, i can run down there and make a tackle too so you got always got to be locked in uh miles the week one has always been a difficult opponent for east carolina these last few years can't seem to get that illustrious week one win so what would a win this uh, this week to start the season off right mean for you guys? It would just start the season off uh, really with, with high hopes. And um, honestly, yeah, like you said, we, we usually uh, have struggles in game one and then somewhat bounce back mm-hmm. in game two or game three. But we our main focus is starting off. We want to start off strong. We want to start off rolling. And, and we'll do that by getting a win this weekend. Well, Miles, uh, good luck to you, man. Can't wait to see you out on the field. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Miles Berry, East Carolina linebacker, joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a timeout, come back, and talk to Ryan Jones, East Carolina tight end slash inside receiver, when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. It's the Delcor Players Lounge and we're talking to East Carolina starting tight end or inside receiver. Hold Naylor's gave us the starting receivers earlier, yeah. <laughs> so I can go ahead and say that. Ryan didn't say it, but Holden said it. Ryan Jones joining us, and uh, Ryan really uh, ready to finally catch some balls when they matter uh, on the field coming up this Saturday. How excited are you to finally uh, be in game week, Ryan? 
Uh, it's a great feeling finally being in game week. Um, the guys and uh, myself, we putting a lot of work this uh, this off season and spring, just trying to make sure that we're at our best for uh, this week one matchup. So we're excited. And you said it was a pretty quick off season, and and you couldn't even really find a dividing a dividing point. You said you still kind of remember practicing up in Maryland for the bowl game, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely feels like it. Uh, everything kind of happened real fast, especially being my last year. I think that's kind of playing a, a big part in that, but. Um, yeah, it just seems like time's going by fast. But I mean, I'm glad it's uh it's getting close to game day. What's the the feeling like? Can you go back and remember this time last year heading into the opener compared to this year, and just you know how further along you are within this program and everything? Yeah, I say for myself, I do usually um do kind of have some jitters before the week before uh, or on uh, game week, but um I definitely feel more confident going to this first game. I feel like my preparation has uh, allowed me to be more um, just confident in my, in my play and um, just in what we're about to do this weekend. Holden said he's, uh, you know, getting that timing right with Johnson, uh, with also Winstead, the, the new guys here on this team. But that's something y'all went through last year that probably clicks right now easy, right? Yeah, I mean, After definitely uh, being with him for now a full season and uh, offseason and everything, we definitely have a, a chemistry that is really good. I mean, with uh, Ad and Isaiah and uh, some of the guys that also came from uh, – this offseason, it's really just been great how he's uh, been getting the ball around. So you got uh, three more practices to go, I guess, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, maybe the tougher of the, the week. But uh, what, what's this final week of practice like for you guys on the offensive side? Uh, we're definitely just trying to fine-tune what we have. You know, we're definitely kind of uh, trying to have excellent ex- execution so um, as a whole we can feel confident for uh, going into Saturday. What uh, stands out about the Wolfpack defense? Any any names, any numbers that caught your eye? Um, really, I'll say where they're best at is their linebackers. They definitely uh, they have guys that can make plays, and they have a safety that's really good. But um, ultimately they just have a, a, a somewhat big defense. But um, they have uh, two guys that are coming back from injury, so – we do know that, but I mean, they just have a, a good size defense. And I guess this <clears throat> varies uh, depending on who you play and how they play you. But are you? Do you find yourself more taking on linebackers or DBs? Um, the defense they run, it's more so of a, they will sometimes go man uh, and press the the slot. But uh, ultimately, it'd be probably more so uh, safeties with the defense they run. Uh, do you welcome the the press coverage? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm good with off, man, whatever it is. I mean, I'm just ready to ball. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, do you have any individual goals this year, numbers in mind? Do you do, you do that? Um, kind of this year, I'm just more so just focused on how can I improve the offense and how can I help the team out the most? Because, I mean, the goals that we have for uh, for ourselves this season is more is bigger than what I have for uh, myself. I mean, if, as long as we handle what we need to, uh, to do this season, I know uh, my goals will be handled as well. So I'm just more so focused on contributing the best I can. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, as a Charlotte guy, what did you know about East Carolina NC State, you know, as a high school kid or as a kid in Charlotte? Like, did you know a lot about the, the rivalry or anything like that? Uh, I did a little bit. I really wasn't too, uh, too big into ECU or NC State. Uh, my dad was a big Florida State fan, so okay. I mean, that's how I spent most of my Saturdays uh, <laughs> watching them play. So I mean, I mean, I, I've heard about it and I know how deep it runs, but uh, yeah, I just did. not I didn't grow up watching. I got so you. Much, yeah. Florida State uh, won the other night. They had a long delay, a lightning delay yeah. before they played Duquesne. Uh, are do you still keep an eye on Oklahoma? I mean, do you, I'm sure you got some buddies there, right? Yeah, I still. Uh, uh, one of my roommates, he still uh, he still plays there, Jalen Redmond. So I mean, I always check in with him and um, my guys that played there before us. So, I mean, I always check in with them, but 
Yeah, I'm definitely uh, checking to see how they do after we play Saturday. How much football were you able to catch on uh, Saturday? Uh, I watched a few games. I definitely watched um, that Nebraska-Northwestern uh, game. Uh, it was crazy seeing that they played in Ireland. I've never really seen that. Would you like to play uh, overseas like that? Um, yeah, if we did, I just hope we win. <laughs> it's a long, a long fly over. Back. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to get a little appetizer on uh, on Saturday, and it's a pretty good slate for Thursday night. I know the backyard brawl, uh, Pitt and West Virginia will be playing on Thursday night during our Pirate Radio football kickoff party. Uh, Wake Forest is in action Thursday night, Central Michigan, Oklahoma State. So, uh, will you find yourself uh, watching some football of its own, or are you you doing other stuff? Yeah, I'm definitely, when it's uh, when it's college football season, I'm definitely tuned in on the games. Uh, I'm a big college football guy. I mean, I love the NFL, but I definitely enjoy uh, uh, college football more. I had my last uh, fantasy draft on Saturday. I waited around on tight end a little while, so I missed out on the big names. I got Dalton Schultz. Uh, I hate to draft a Cowboy, but I think uh, – with their receivers being hurt, he could have a good year. What do you think about that pick? Yeah, um, I'm really not too familiar with him. But I mean, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, he's probably he'll probably do. Uh, he'll get you some points. He'll get a few points. Said, do yeah. you play fantasy football at all? Nah, NCAA, I can't. They won't let you. Yeah, Dang. you know, that's they strict on that stuff. Uh, you've talked about your favorite tight ends to watch. Uh, Kelsey, uh, I guess Andrews from the the Ravens. Who's your? Yeah. Who's the big uh, tight end point getter this year, in your opinion? <sighs> I would say, I would say he's a sleeper, but I say Kyle Pitts. I feel like yeah. this year he'll have a he'll have a breakout season, just depending on uh, how the uh, the quarterback play is. But I feel like he'll have a breakout season this year. And I shouldn't say this because nobody drafted him. I need to pick him up now in my league. But well, if if Logan Thomas stays healthy, yeah. watch out. He had a big year two years ago, and uh, he's with the Commanders. Yeah, he came back uh, and clicked with Wentz early on. It sounds like so. Mm-hmm. Watch out for Logan Thomas, folks. Just yeah. putting it out there. Hopefully, the Commanders can do something right this year. <laughs> something for me to pull for. All right. So, uh, any game day uh, routine superstitions for you, Ryan? Anything you'll be doing Saturday? Um, Saturday, I'm just a real. I like to be super relaxed. Um, I usually just listen to music. I don't do too much talking. Or, I mean, I just more so just uh, try to lock in myself and you know, just relax. Have you ever uh, sang karaoke before? Yeah, I've done it once. What'd you sing? <laughs> Um, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's like an old like R and B song, but uh, I can't remember the name. Next uh, time I come, I'm, I'm gonna have it for y'all. All right. So that uh, was a one time thing. It was not every. Let's say you had to. We're not gonna make you do that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what would be a a, a go to song for you if you had to do it? Um, probably any Drake song, or if I have to like sing or song, I'd probably go like Chris Brown. All right. You know. There you go. Get, get the cool. ladies into it. Okay. You know. <laughs> Good stuff, <laughs> Ryan Jones joining us. What's your uh, What's your favorite sports movie, Ryan? My favorite sports movie, I'd probably say. Um, hmm, favorite sports movie, Above the Rim is a good one. Um, oh, that's old school there. Yeah, was uh, White Man Can't Jump. I mean, I love. Okay, like, yeah, I like the old the school ones. Yeah, no like doubt, that. no doubt. Those are uh, the two good ones there. Classic. Uh, yeah, Tupac in Above the Rim, right? <laughs> Uh, Ryan Jones joining us. Final preparation for NC State, and uh, what a way to kick off the season! You see, like North Carolina playing Florida A and M. A lot of schools will play an FCS opponent to get started, but man, you get thrown right into the fire. Uh, you guys are accepting that challenge, I know. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I feel like just for myself personally, I feel like this game is going to propel us into the season we want to have. You know, so I mean, definitely being more focused for um, NC State. I mean just carrying that preparation throughout the rest of the season is going to um, just help our team, you know. 
all right well ryan good luck to you man appreciate you joining us here today and uh we will recap it and also get ready for old dominion because as you said that you you say the off season went by fast this season's gonna fly no, by no too doubt. so no try to enjoy every day but uh once you get done with one you're right there to the next one right so right. well good luck to you guys ryan we'll be uh we'll be watching you saturday and talking to you again next monday gotcha appreciate you ryan jones east carolina tight end inside receiver joining us today here on pirate radio live we will take a break come back have more for you hour two prl we're back after this This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. All right, back with you here on this Monday Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man. Coming up later on in today's show, we'll talk to East Carolina running back Keaton Mitchell, also Isaiah Winstead and Jeremy Lewis joining us here inside uh, the pirate radio studios later on right now we'll talk to a former high school football player joining us in the players lounge brian bailey on the program bb how you doing sir i have to look inside the players lounge to hang out i don't get to hang out inside the players. <laughs> yeah you, you got uh how about your glory days bailey what what do you remember about your uh your playing days back when they had leather helmets and all that yeah i remember i remember one time our quarterback threw like a 50 yard touchdown pass and i was holding my guy i couldn't block him i dragged him down to the ground and i looked up from the ground and saw our, our receiver catch the pass and thought please god don't let there be a flag and I looked around, there was no flag. It's just like going 75 and a 55. If they don't catch you, you didn't do it. <laughs> it's only holding if they saw you. So great block and a pancake block from Brian Bailey on that play, leading to a touchdown. Speaking of touchdown, touchdown Friday, two weeks in the books now, Bailey, is uh, we're already off and getting ready for week three. And uh, let's, uh, how about my DH Conley Vikings off to a good start this season? Off to a 2-0 and start, getting set to uh, make their debut in the Touchdown Friday Top 9 with those two wins. and They've got a really tough one this <laughs> week against Cleveland, though. Uh, Cleveland knocking off J.H. Rose, and uh, I know Will Bland and his team wanted to win, but, man, that Cleveland group every year really good. And uh, Rose put some points on them, just couldn't uh, look like they couldn't stop them the other night, Bailey. Yeah, everybody keeps saying that you know, Cleveland's not as good as they were last year. They look pretty good to me so far. <laughs> I listened to some of that game. We had some highlights of it, but uh, Rose played tough for a while. I just couldn't couldn't hang with Cleveland on that night. Good to see uh, C.J. Wilson and uh, North Pitt get in the win column on Friday. Yes, they did. That was a high scoring game. So C.J.'s got he's got him flinging that football all around the uh, the gridiron right now. Any uh, week three matchups? Talked about Conley and Cleveland. You can hear it right here Friday night on P- uh, on Pirate Radio. Any uh, other week three uh, matchups to look out for? 
you know, it's kind of quiet uh, week three. There are, some games got moved to Thursday because of the Labor Day holiday. Uh, our game of the week is going to be Cleveland and Conley. Um, so it, it's it's kind of a you know it's kind of an odd week because I think maybe some teams are off, but it just doesn't seem like there's as many games as they usually are. Uh, teams you know will take an off week sometime around now because they'll have the uh, conference slate kicking off in a couple of weeks for most of the league. So uh, not a huge weekend of high school football. But of course, we got some college football that we'll be talking about. That is true, and I uh, got some football coming up on Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So this is. Uh, this is the kickoff week. We have week zero on Saturday, but, man, everything gets going this Saturday. Before we look ahead, Bailey, did you watch any Northwestern Nebraska or any other uh, games this weekend? I did. I enjoyed the uh, Northwestern Nebraska game because, you know, the, the heat is on. Scott Frost, man. and, man, it just it, it just heated up, you know, tenfold after that loss. And Northwestern played really, really well and came up with the victory and, uh, that was fun to watch, and in Carolina playing at night, uh, I, I didn't even think it was raining. And then they showed a shot of Gene Chizik up in the uh, press box. Thank you, sir, uh, in the press box, and uh, it was it was raining cats and dogs for a while. Drake May, I believe the quarterback's name, looked good for North Carolina against Florida A and M. But uh, speaking of Gene Chizik, probably not happy giving up all those points to the Rattlers the other night. Yeah, most certainly, and I know that they were disappointed in that aspect, but they got some. Uh, really big numbers from some of their their offensive players, and uh, that'll be fun this weekend. I wish that yeah. Carolina and App State weren't playing at the same time that East Carolina State is. There's a few of those games going on: App State and and North Carolina, of course, ECU and NC State, and also Houston uh, starting the season with UTSA. There's a lot of uh, I guess uh, hype going on around. Uh, Dana Holgerson and the Houston Cougars, but that's a tough matchup for them against UTSA. So we know we're going to see some upsets this weekend, Bailey. We we hope East Carolina's involved in one of those. Yes, we do. We hope the Pirates can overcome was it ten or eleven points as, as an underdog. But uh, you know, in listening to to Dave Dorn today in his press conference and in our, my interview with him, I mean, they're they're really concerned about the the atmosphere at East Carolina. And and as Dorn said, you know, his Wolfpack hasn't played so well in Greenville, so. Uh, we'll see how that thing plays out later on. Yeah, uh, Dave Dorn didn't give you too much, Bailey, but uh, it was nice to have him on the show earlier today. Is uh, kind of keeps it close to the vest, right? That's about as vanilla as you can get, probably. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I tried to poke around and poke the bear, but the bear was staying in the cage. That's for sure. What uh, What do you think Ruff's emotions going to be like? Ruffy McNeil returning to Greenville on Saturday. You know, I got to think that that you know it's going to be an odd deal for him. I mean. You know, like I, when I asked him in the Zoom the other day on Friday, I, I said, you know, not only did you you play this university coach here, but you know, just think about how many how much time he spent on the field at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, you know, on that same turf, and you know, sweating and, and bleeding and everything else on that baby, and then you know, his emotions as a head coach and the wins that East Carolina had over the ACC when he was the head coach that included North Carolina State. So I'm sure he's got you know some big time emotions. I know that he's he's a you know he's a hugger and, and he loves the kids he's working with right now. You know he doesn't have any ties to any of the pirate players you know right now, but I'm sure he knows some of them. But uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be an odd experience for him. Brian Bailey joining us. I'm looking it up right now. Bailey, East Carolina's last uh, week one win came in all the way back in 2016. And I'm looking back to East Carolina's last week one win against an FCS opponent. And you got to go, 
let's see was old dominion i think they were fcs uh when we played them in 2013 so go back to 2012 appalachian state in 2012 was fcs i want to say i'm trying to find our 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 last week one win against an fbs opponent and i think i found it you got to go back to the justin jones hail mary game of 2010 the last time the pirates op- opened up with the fbs team and beat them it's a long time a long time ago and that one and that one probably shouldn't have <laughs> yeah you think about that game so yeah that has been that was uh, coach ruff's first game as the head coach of east carolina uh i always remember that from the cake i remember that coming back into his office on that monday labor day and walking through and gonna peek my head i didn't know him real real well at the time but i poked my head in and said coach just want to congratulate you again and he said, B, come on and have some cake. Got me a cake. <laughs> I'll never forget it. He had this huge cake in there. And he, like, you know, he looked at me like, I don't need it. I don't want it. You take some of it. He was looking for a, a Bubba to share with. And Bailey yeah, <laughs> Bailey was more of a Bubba back in 2010 than he is now. Yeah, I tell you, it was, it was, it was funny to think about the cake. Hey, I got, I got a bone to pick with you. My lovely wife and I do. Are you ready to hear it? Let's go. All right. So on Saturday, you sent me a text message, remember? And it said something about you had a tight end, yeah. Alton Schultz, and you had a, as your number one tight end, you're running back. Yeah. And I said, hey, man, you're coming around. I'm going to get you a cowboy cap. I'm proud of you. You said, well, no, I, I drafted some Commodores, too, or Commanders, whatever the heck they're called. And I said, I, I call them the, you know, the Commodores, and I said, did you draft Lionel Richie? And you said, my first pick. And then I said, you know, we're sitting there trying to think of something like Clip Brock would write, like something really witty. <laughs> so, so we're sitting there and we think, what can we write? So I'm going to read you exactly what we're I got. Okay, I got it right here. Yeah, I'll say, he'll be a brick house and he'll sail on by the competition unless he's working on the night shift. All those Commodore and Lionel Richie references, and you didn't even text me back. <laughs> It was it was a good one, Bobby. Melissa was stunned. She's like, I can't believe could then text us back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. I, I apologize. Well, it was it was a little too much. Like we had already, I've got I, I we've gone like three deep at that point with text to each other. I, I was I had to cut it off at some point. You know, it, you got a husband and wife team high fiving each other. <laughs> <laughs> Brock doesn't even acknowledge it. I'm very proud of the wordplay and everything, but you're making fun of my team. I had to end it at oh, some point. Man, I swear. So, so she's she's vowed not to speak to you at the pirate radio part. Man, all right. I'm getting the cold shoulder not, from uh, Miss Bailey. She loves she loves you. She may not speak to me, but she'll speak. To you. That was it was it was a good one, Bailey, and I, I did indeed. I put my allegiances aside and, and got Dalton Schultz and Tony Pollard, uh, a couple of guys I think could have big years this year. They could. They very well could. Uh, I'm excited for that, Bailey. We are all wrapped up with college football this week, and then uh, Cowboys is not this Thursday, but next Thursday, right? No, no. Cowboys is uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Oh, is it Rams-Bills? Yes. That's a great game. That is. That's a great game to get started, and the Cowboys play uh, Tampa Bay at home this year on Sunday night football. Uh, Did you see Tom Brady return to the team? Yeah. Did you hear one of the theories was that he was the mass singer? Yes. We talked about it here on the show. I, I'm still not so 100% sold that he didn't go there. but he, he probably did. He can do what he wants to do. When you've won that many Super Bowl rings, I think you do what you want. A lot of people commented on uh, his face and did he get plastic surgery. I mean, he just is the youngest looking 45-year-old you'll, you'll ever find. He is. He is that. So hopefully he won't be moving around so well when Michael Parsons is all with him. If he can catch him 
<laughs> BB joining us, Brian Bailey. We'll talk to him coming up on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll probably go out to Bailey live at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. What's your uh, your Saturday plan looking like right now, BB? My plan is to get out there as early as I possibly can because I think it's going to be crazy in traffic. And one thing I hate, I hate to be in traffic. So my plan is to get out there probably by 830 in the morning and just kind of – I like to get out there early, walk around, you know, see, see some of the early tailgaters and then kind of, you know, go on the field, see what's happening there, see some of the guys warming up, see some of the assistant coaches, uh, just kind of get a feel for what they're up to and then kind of take it all in because, you know, we don't get – you know, you don't get but so many Saturdays each year. Yeah. They fly by, so you got to take it all in. And, man, it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to Bailey before the game, and, of course, we'll be here with you after the game. Billy Weaver, I, and the crew on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Looking forward uh, to another year of Pirate Football, Bailey, and uh, really enjoyed the Brian Bailey Show. Got some clips of that we'll play later on in this show, but if you missed it, check it out 6 o'clock tonight with Dave Doran and Blake Carroll. A lot of chat uh, X's and O's with Blake Carroll. They had a good time with that. Coach Harrell's really a great guy, and uh... You know, he just became a friend almost overnight when he got here three years ago, and he loves talking defensive football. Those kids love him, and uh, I, I expect big things out of his defense this year. Yes, sir. No doubt. Bailey, thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Uh, sounds good. There is Brian Bailey, the jokester. Says uh, Lionel Richie, my first pick in fantasy will be a brick house, and he'll sail on by the competition unless he's working on the night shift. Well, first of all, the only song I'm familiar there with with there is Brick House. I'm assuming Sail On and Night Shift are also songs. Sail On, I believe, is a Lionel Richie one, okay. and Night Shift is a Commodore song. Commodores. The right, Commodores. Chandler? That like? Commodores. Commodores and that kind of thing. I knew it, and that kind of thing. I knew he was going to get that in there somehow, but... Uh... Bless his heart. He thought about that one hard, and then you ghosted him. I know. Sure. That has to hurt. That has to hurt his feelings so bad. I know. I, I apologize. I didn't know I had that effect. I just i I should have just sent him a courtesy LOL or something. <laughs> a laugh. A laughing emoji. You know what? I'm gonna do it right now. A late response. Yep. Do it. Send like ten laughing emojis. I'm gonna say just seeing this now. Been, LOL. Been busy since saturday evening great stuff <laughs> lol laughing emojis that's hilarious lol crying laughing emojis boom all right so uh i should be good to go with bailey and the missus coming up thursday night I don't don't you pee off the missus now i know i didn't know i thought i was just peeing off bailey i didn't know that it was a, a family deal you got uh, everybody involved. Bella, Melissa, everybody was involved in that joke, and you ghosted them all. <laughs> oh, man. I hate <laughs> you ghosted so many people. Hey, Dub said Bella. Uh, we are ready to roll for Thursday night. Pirate Radio football kickoff Can't party. Can't wait. Breakfast Club going to be playing. We'll have the Cl- uh, Clydesdale there. Clyde, the Clydesdale will yep, be out there. Take a picture with it. Actually, touch a Clydesdale. Touch it, pet it, take a picture with it. Come hang out with us, the Pirate Radio crew. Listen to a awesome '80s tribute band in the Breakfast Club. Talk um, uh, talk glory days. Uh, Chandler, by the way, for folks that don't know, former long snapper. Yes, uh, if you would love to know more about my past and in, 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 in athletics and the world of long snapping, please do not hesitate to come up to me and ask. What if have a, they all picked out your outfits yet? Uh, I've got like a button up, an ECU button up that I want to wear. Yeah. 
y'all are no fun yeah i I thought about getting something new and uh i didn't um i'm going to i have several things in mind i just haven't narrowed it down to one thing yet i might have mentioned this on the show in the past couple of weeks but i think i'm loafing it up ladies and gents oh god i think i'm loafing it up i think i'm going to wear the old loafers haven't worn them in a while and i thought uh, this is a special occasion so i think i'm gonna whip them back out great <laughs> and he's proud of it he's excited about wearing it. the loafs and he should or be. i might go with the dudes might go with the hey oh, dudes oh, oh. or the loafs so no bruno marks <laughs> oh, that would be Joey. a reference and you know what's funny i still have those I'm just not. I'm going to wear shorts. So I'm, the Bruno Marks would not look good with you know me wearing shorts. So maybe another time. Uh, so maybe next year. I think uh, we banned Craig from the chat previously, or at least he said we did. But uh, he's still. He, he said uh, I saw a pirate with a paper towel under his hat, and I asked him about it, and he said, "Arg, there's a bounty on my head." <laughs> Craig. Craig really bringing it here on a Monday. <laughs> oh, Craig. Matt, I, I, I want to give you a rim shot, but it has to be delayed. Yeah. He deserves a delay there. Matt says Dave Doran might be the most boring man in the world. <laughs> now, you, that I can agree with. You think about, like, coaches recruiting and talking to family. 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 And, uh, and there's different ways to skin a cat, as they say. And I guess his way is just being as boring as possible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sticking to the facts. Not a lot of energy. Not a lot of emotion. Yeah. Just uh, Dave being Dave. And if you want to hear how boring he is, uh, <laughs> you can listen to the Brian Bailey Show. But it was a great conversation with Bailey today. He also talked to Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator for ECU. So check that out. Replay coming up at 6. Balake. Balake Harrell. Balake Harrell. I tell you what, let's hear from Boring Dave, Boring Doran, uh, when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Also, Ooh. some comments from Blake Harrell. Threw me for a loop. I was getting ready to set it up. After this timeout. Also, Hour 3, we will make you a winner on today's show. And hear from Keaton Mitchell, Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis. It's all ahead. Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live will jump back inside the Delcor Players Lounge later on this hour and talk to Keaton Mitchell and also Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis. So looking forward to that. Uh, we got some breaking NFL news. Let's go to the breaking news, boys. 
and uh one of the boys chandler honeycutt is here chandler uh the panthers making a move yeah making a move in the wide receiver room panthers trade for Lavesca chenault from the jacksonville jaguars who has only played a couple of years for the jaguars he's had some you know some breakout games hasn't been very consistent but i think he has a, a lot of potential of being a very consistent and productive wide receiver um and then this kind of questions you know will the panthers cut last year's second round pick in terrace marshall jr because uh, his status uh is up in the air actually I, I saw that some teams were shopping for him uh, but the panthers get a new face in the wide receiver room and his name is lavisca chanel a lot of people probably do not know who he is I he just, was good at Colorado. I remember. Yeah, him. and I do. I do know that he has had some very good games for Jacksonville in the past. So had a good uh, rookie year, six hundred yards, five touchdowns, basically the same yardage last year for Jacksonville, zero touchdowns, and it makes sense for them because they have overhauled their passing game to help out Trevor Lawrence. They brought in Zay Jones, Zay Jones Christian Kirk. They also have Marvin Jones and Evan Ingram from uh, Ingram from new york so they have and chris manhurts and dan arnold former panthers (laughs) so they have uh rehauled their their passing game there and uh i guess chenault was not gonna see the field and the panthers add maybe a weapon for baker here yeah and no information has come out of what the panthers gave up for him but once uh i'll be keeping my eye out on that i'm sure it's maybe just picks um but we'll see all right uh if you missed last segment you missed brian bailey he was upset that i didn't send him a return text from saturday so i said uh i did send him a return text and now he's not sending me anything back so now Uh yeah we're in a game here who can you ghosted him i did i didn't mean to i didn't really think about it but yeah yeah, he uh, was kind of sensitive you know i mean he's a big teddy bear and he takes stuff like that personal he turns turns into he can turn into a grizzly bear it 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 becomes an issue yeah it, it, it took it takes zero effort to return a text. Yeah, I learned that the hard way now. So yeah. I will make sure not to ghost Brian Bailey uh, in the future, Troy Day. Yeah. So there you go. Now you got him on edge. <laughs> right. Wake for him. Yeah, right. You know, he's already on edge. A lot going on. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I talked to Dave Doran earlier today on the Brian Bailey show. Yeah. You want to hear some of that? Troy? What, yeah. What did you, you had a nickname for him earlier? Something going Bo- in the break. Boring Doran. Boring Doran. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And I think it was. Uh, he is boring. Who's our come on guys? Is it John Shirley? Yes, John. He Johnny. called him Dave Moron Doron. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember that was a fifth ago. quarter classic. It right was there. after the 2016 moron. win. Yeah, I don't think he's a moron, but he is boring. He is Boron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you need an afternoon nap, let's hear some of it right uh, now. Yeah. Brian Bailey and Dave Doran. When you look at this East Carolina NC State football game, what are you, some of your initial thoughts? Well, it's an in-state game with two uh, experienced teams, very passionate fan bases, you know, that uh, don't get to play each other every year. So when we do get together, I know it's meaningful for both sides. This East Carolina-North Carolina State matchup could be a battle of quarterbacks, and you know both of them very well. Obviously, uh, when you look at the recruitment of Holton Aylers, you know, I was a part of that on the outside looking in, but I know North Carolina State came very close to uh, luring uh, Holton Aylers over to North Carolina State. And you've got an outstanding quarterback, the 2022 ACC preseason player of the year in Devin Leary. So two really good quarterbacks going in this one. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of respect for Holton. Uh, really enjoyed getting to know him through the recruiting process. And uh, obviously we have 
Devin here, who's coming off a, a record-breaking season, has put himself in a position to play really good football this year. He's in great shape, so I look forward to watching both those guys play. Some of the other connections, uh, East Carolina and North Carolina State, obviously we start with head coach Ruffin McNeil from East Carolina. Your first three years, he was on the East Carolina sideline, and you brought him in there as a special assistant to the head coach. And I, I texted Ruff the other day, I told him I saw the ACC all-access piece, and really it, it tugged at your heart. But uh, bringing Coach Ruff in is something special, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Ruff is, uh, one, he's a great friend. He's an incredible man. Uh, he's a great mentor to coaches, players, staff. Brings a lot of lot of stories and energy and fun into the building, and and uh, we're fortunate to have him here. And I, you know, I know this is a, a meaningful game. All of them are, um, but for him, obviously playing against the place where he's the head coach and former athlete. Yeah, we joked with him that he looks a little better in purple than he does red, but uh, he smiled, and uh, I know he really appreciates the opportunity, and uh, he's been nothing but uh, you know really supportive of you since he took over uh, in that position in July of 2020. And coming off of COVID, and I, it was probably something that Ruff needed as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the game of football is in his blood, and, and uh, he came home to you know be a part of his son to his dad and be a part of his life again, and this allows him to do both. And uh, so, you know, timing was right for him to come home. And we are fortunate here to be able to create a position that fit, you know, kind of the, the workload he was able to take on and still be a part of his dad's, uh, you know, day when he needs to go see him. Final question on Coach Ruff, but what does he do on game day with you? Does, does he get with you like during the game at halftime, kind of, you know, guide you on some things? Yeah, I'll talk to him uh, in pregame and then on my way in at halftime, you know, just what are you seeing type stuff and, you know, talk about our plan and, and things not to forget about. And, you know, he just kind of gives me advice as a, as a mentor. And, you know, he's awesome to have down there on the field. Got another former East Carolina coach on your staff, Brian Mitchell, with your cornerbacks. He was defensive coordinator here at East Carolina. How's he doing? Yeah, it's great having Brian here. You know, um, Brian and Coach Gibson were together at West Virginia, so there's very good continuity with those two. Understands the scheme and how he wants it played, and he knows the state of North Carolina, having spent the years that he did in Greenville. So it's good having him here and, you know, his working relationship, not just with me and Tony, but with Ruff. It's, you know, there's a lot of continuity there. There is Dave Doran earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. What and I? Sorry. It, it, you I can I get a tape of that? Just to, uh, can I get like ten minutes of tape? And it would just—it's one of those things. Every once in a while, on a big week like this, I have trouble sleeping. I could just put that thing on, and bam! Probably about three, four minutes in clip, I would be sleeping. You know, like a log. Probably shouldn't play this for people driving in their cars right yeah, now. This could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. Pull over right now. Go to a convenience store. Go get one of those energy drinks. A bang. Pep it up. Dave Doran is 64 and 49 at NC State. He was 23 and 4 in Northern Illinois. You don't have to be in your face yelling, screaming to be a successful football coach. Bill Belichick has uh, taught us that. No, I know. But uh, it is, I guess he has somebody else do the pregame speeches or something. Although I feel Belichick is a yeller behind the scenes. Like, I just think in the media he plays. Well, Dave Doran could be the same way. Could be. But um, got an interesting Dave Doran story for you I heard over the weekend. I don't want to say where I heard it, but it was from a pretty damn good source. Okay. um, A well-known 
<laughs> you always do this. What do you? All like, right. So just here, tell the story. Okay. So evidently, Dave Dorn really has a thing for East Carolina. Like this is like kind of personal to him because, according to my source, he's got like a lake house somewhere. I don't, I'm not sure where, but somewhere where or he either vacations there or has a lake house. All right. Whatever he wherever he goes, like on break. You know, like I, I go to the beach. He goes to the lake. Lake people. I, I understand it. Yeah. Bodies of water. Some people are lake people. That's fine. Nothing wrong He's with He's a freshwater guy. That's fine. You're entitled to that. Not my thing. But a guy like him who's a little boring probably likes a lake that's kind of boring. No waves. No waves. Doesn't <laughs> move. Calm water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a perfect fit for a guy like Makes him. Makes sense, actually. All right. So, totally predicted this guy would be a lake guy. Total lake guy. But evidently... There might be, uh, from what I understand, some neighbors not too far away that are pirates that evidently like to get in his ear, give him a hard time, from what I understand. And he doesn't want to have to hear from those folks next time he's at the lake. Mm. So he is wanting to uh, quiet down the pirates of the lake. And the only way and the best way he could do that is with a pretty big margin of victory. Well, Saturday, he has had the upper hand so, the last couple of times. Yeah, in a big way. So I'm just saying. So I think that like stuff like that matter. You know, not telling people to talk junk to the guy, but it is motivating him. Well, isn't it nice that a, a state coach cares about the game instead of pretends he doesn't? That's true. And it was more it, the AD often acted like it didn't matter. Kind of yeah. like Larry Fedora did yeah, back Fedora in the day. Acted like he didn't remember. Well, the <laughs> Larry score. Fedora act like he like yeah. games in the past didn't did, even exist. Did we play them before? Oh, we played that. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that. So, yeah, uh, uh, he cares. Dave Jordan cares about this game. Yeah, he does. It's a, look. It, it, he said it's important. It does, isn't played that often. I'm concerned about the future of the series after what's already on the on the books coming up because I don't see any future games being scheduled after what's already you know under contract uh, but it is a big game and it's good for both teams this should be a regular deal i just saw on our facebook page uh, that states ink two games with app state yeah that should have been with east carolina you know, what happened I, well i don't know yeah i i just once again i don't see the sense of urgency about booking state into the future and all these games are getting so far out in the future you're going to blink that whatever's on the schedule is going to be played and we're never going to see them again got a lot of old dominion you know, to coming force up. it to happen yeah what do you think clip this is the maiden voyage on this bad boy right here it's very piratey you got the skulls got a new um going with the black golf shirt today it's nice don edwards complimented me on it early this morning yeah where'd you get it from from don edwards's place <laughs> it makes sense yeah i like your purple tie-dye jungle vibes only classic shirt that went feeling, now now not available feeling a little jungly today yeah there you go uh brian bailey missed the opportunity didn't ask him about the great run uh dave doran had with jeff Comfer at northern illinois yeah so a real misstep could have talked about that i've heard that uh dave doran had some interesting things who's more boring like to talk to boring listen to i mean because jeff Comfer kind of had a monotone delivery robotic remember how he talked like i remember and then Dave Dorn. Now I don't think Dave Dorn's a bad guy. I really don't. I think he, you know. I just think his personality. You think Jeff Confer's a bad guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the evil. he's the devil. Clip the uh, devil. <laughs> um, I just unfortunately just actually you know, 
I don't even want to say I, I don't want to say he's a bad guy. I think he already did. I, well, honestly, I just think he got in over his head here. You know, yeah, it, it wasn't ready for. I mean, there's a reason he hasn't been an AD uh, since. Correct, leaving here. Yeah, but as a person. I, I really I don't think he was a bad person. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're he, saying. He didn't commit any crimes that I know of. You know, crimes I, against humanity for pirate fans. I mean, I'm just trying to look at the bright side of it. I don't think he was a terrible. You know, okay, Scott you're McGuff. the one that said he was. You're arguing against I, yourself right now. I'm not saying he is. Those are the arguments you love the best. <laughs> I do. You do. And I I might make a tape of this. <laughs> Of you arguing with yourself. Troy D versus Troy D is your favorite. You know it. What did we do that one time? We, we need did to find it. Yeah. that. And it was totally like two different weeks of the show. Yeah. It was me versus me. And it was on a number of topics. And I feel like I won the debate each time. Something about slow down. And then, no, we need to get ready. Oh, get excited or get calm excited. down. Yeah, calm down and then let's get pepped up. Shirley, can you look and see if we have like Troy versus Troy or a cut that's that's similar to that? And I saw something similar to this the other day with Skip oh, Bayless. Oh, Troy argues with Troy. Something like oh, that, yeah. yeah. Skip yeah, Bayless. Hold on. They did this to Skip Bayless the other day. There was a edited video of Skip Bayless arguing with himself. Colin Coward, all of them. You and, can see it. And yeah. I, it brought me back to that time that we did that with Troy. This was, I don't know if it was the same show or two different shows, Clip, but I believe you or Shirley <laughs> put this together. And it was really amazing audio. Like I heard, it, I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, we got. Yeah, see this it. was last year. Hold on one second. Oh, I'm pulling it? it up right now. Oh, perfect. All right. All right. Here we go. Troy versus Troy. Here we go. But I'll say this, man. Uh, kind of like I, I said, I've said this earlier in the year. You know, I, I, Sunday I had friends calling me and contacting me. You know, which bowl do you think we're going to? Which uh, you know, let's make our plans now. This I'm like, first of all, here's my thing. Calm down, everybody. Take a deep breath. Geez, after a seven-year drought, that's something to be proud of around here. It is. I would think you'd want to embrace it and talk about it, right? There's a lot of football yet to be played. Let's let's take it one game at a time and evaluate it at the end of the season. It is a big deal because it hasn't happened in so long here that it would be, and we're on the verge of it happening. It wasn't like this is the first press conference of the year. We're now we're at the week where this could happen this mm-hmm. week. It could happen Saturday. Now, look, I I want us to be at a bowl, but I think, you know, let's just slow down, calm down, and let's just get one more win, first of all. Everybody within this fan base and everybody that's a Pirate supporter want so hungry for success and wanting to at least get bowl eligible this year. I want to be even keel. I would think you'd want to embrace it and talk about it, right? Calm down. This could happen this Mm -hmm. week. But I got to tap the brakes a little bit. And you know me, usually I'm the one that's going nuts. Take a deep breath. I feel I've been consistent this year. <laughs> Very consistent. That was, that was the lead in. The that was we two would be. shows in yeah. one week where yeah. you were saying, calm down. It was and the also... week before we became bowl eligible. And it was starting to be a topic because yeah. it had been so long since we were able to do that. So I was trying not to get ahead of ourselves. But then I felt like once we were there, it was worthy to talk about. I'll say this. For ECU NC State, for the uh, for the expectations we have of this year's team, you have been pretty low key this offseason. Yeah, I, I feel like I've like usually this time of the year clip. I mean, less than a week out now of the game, I would be you know a younger Troy D would be complete spaz mode, crushing NC State online on air, making fun of them in every way possible. I feel like I am, and maybe this is the older, more mature Troy D. I would rather do the talking after the game clip. I'd rather do my talking 
watching the students tear down a goalpost, perhaps. Isn't it really? We're tearing down a goalpost. I think we have to. Jeez. If you beat a top, like let's be honest, they're they're a potential almost top ten team, depending on who you talk to. I think that brings this program back. It's like you know what? If that happens in the fan, and they don't have to tear down a goalpost. How about we just storm the field? I'd be fine with just to storm the field. If you win I, it on a last second play, maybe. But. I just feel like that brings that we're back. If that was to happen, I would embrace that. Okay. It would feel good again. You know what a start to the season. I think it's good uh, that you have a lot of other things going on. Your kids playing football. You're preparing for the party. You yeah. got shirts. Like I'm very. Distracted. I think that is has taken away from you going all in spaz mode. I think you're right, Clip. And it's good. I think uh, idle. And I, you don't know this, but we kind of put all this together. Around. We have you ever seen the Truman Show with Jim Carrey? I've seen parts of it. Where there's like, uh, no, it's a movie. So I, I mean, I've it. seen part. No, I've seen. I'm sorry. Highlights. Everything. It's like it's a, living in a movie. A but, world is created around. It. We right. created all this stuff so you wouldn't freak out. <laughs> so we're. I think we've done a good it's job. It's working. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> and keeping me working is working. <laughs> you don't have. I, I'm too busy. Yeah. To get bogged down in the stuff I like to get bogged down in. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, the insulting of our <laughs> sister institution over there in Raleigh. Right. You got more things to worry about. I right do. Now. Yeah. And I do. Look, and they're a good team, and I don't want to be having to make apologies clip. Wow. I've you have that, learned. I've yeah. made those mistakes in the past. When are you, so, uh, are we doing like official predictions later this why week? Why don't we do it Thursday? Okay. Th- I'll be on with you Thursday at three. Um, That'll be before. Um, yeah. Will you be on at three? That'll, Yes, I will be. Okay. Why? I don't know. I thought we were going to do something in the 5 o'clock hour on Thursday. Well, I might be back with you at 5, too. How many appearances are you making this week? Well, <laughs> you're, it's you're, a big week, Clip. Big week. We got to bill you for two different hours <laughs> on one day? <laughs> All right, fair we're, enough. Working those billable hours. Either way. Uh, but no, th- how about this? Whatever time it is. Thursday. Thursday, I'll give you an official prediction. All right. And I, I want to sleep on it. A couple more nights. You got a few sleeps. I, I do. I take that stuff serious. And I'm not one, as you know, just to call. Oh, I'm not a Bryce Williams that just calls for the Pirates to win every Well, he's going to win. Yeah. Well, you don't want to take easily you. You know, I mean, that's fine. That's his thing. But I'm going to take who I think is legitimately going to win. All right. I, and as you know, sometimes I felt in the past, he's not going to win. And I love it when they prove me wrong. I'm not saying which way I'm going yet. All right, we'll find out on Thursday. Do you like my Bryce Williams impersonation? Do it again. Well, you know, I think you say you's gonna win. Dang, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, dang, pretty good. What, what time's the game clip? What channel? Is it, is, nah, it on, is it on TV? You gotta ask the channel. What channel? I, I know I'll be getting that text on Saturday. Can I watch it? Is it home? Does uh? When do the gates open? Do you know if Anna's parents have that channel? No, Bryce. I don't know what kind of plan they have. I was gonna go duck hunting in a boat. Does my the- boat have it? <laughs> Bryce will be here Tuesday. Yeah, don't play this back for him. <laughs> I won't. I He's won't, still no. bigger than I am. I promise. Uh, yeah. I want to hear another uh, impression, Chandler. Um, what's Coach Connors think about this? Wait, oh, by the way, uh, uh, Coach Connors news. Also, I talked to. Coach I will be at the hold party. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Calm down, fake Coach Connors. That wasn't that wasn't me. That was he. He actually came I, in the door. I talked to Coach Connors this weekend, and uh, I've told him, "Look, there's a lot of water under the bridge. Pirate Nation still loves Coach Connors for the most part. I think everybody has fond memories of Coach Connors. 
I've asked him to come to the party, and uh, evidently, I think he's going to be there. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, I'm going to be at the party, and we're going to do uh, Bud Light chugs. We're going to do three sets of ten, so that's a total of thirty beers. And then also, we're going to do some Clydesdale jumps. We're going to do some. We're going to jump on the Clydesdales. We're going to do three sets of five. So just bring your bring your tail and be ready to go. All right, we'll see you there. It's pretty damn good. That is a really I tell you good what, Jeff that is that is something he would say. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, but uh, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to do it for him because I don't want to get my ass whooped at the at the Pirate Radio. Yeah. Maybe you could do it for his lovely wife, Michelle. Michelle will be there with him. Okay. Yeah. So practice that. You think Coach would say anything about his wife? You know, Michelle coming. They've been married a well, long time. Well, I, I think I'm going to stay out of that. I think you're what you're trying to do is you're trying to get me in trouble, and I don't like that. So I'm just going to sit back and uh, and not say anything. That was a softball where you could give her a compliment. Was what I was. Trying I, to. I think he made the right call. Yeah. Just stay away. The lovely and talented. Yeah. Michelle will be with me. Michelle will be with me because well, she is my wife. So uh, yeah. She will be with there with me at the party. Yeah, that's a good Connor. Thank right you, there. Coach. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, no. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> All right. And trust me, Chandler want to get his ass kicked. I'd get my ass kicked for Chandler. It would just be a there's lot no, of asses being yeah, kicked. Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, that might be enough to do it. <laughs> let's hear. Uh, let's hear from Blake Harrell. He joined Brian Bailey today on the Brian Bailey Show and uh, gave his thoughts on NC State's offense. Yeah, I think their offense starts with the quarterback and Devin Leary and just the arm talent he has, able to make all the throws down the field. And, you know, they'll, they'll protect him in there and, and let, let you know, vertical balls down the field and let it fly. So they're a little different than a lot of offenses where they only take, you know, some offenses might take one or two shots a game. If you have it covered, they don't come back to it. These guys will keep coming back to it, and that's kind of part of their offense. So I think it starts with him and trying to get him off, off a schedule and get them behind the sticks a little bit. I think they do a really good job in the screen game as well. You know, a lot of people talk about the run game. I think their screen game is part of the run game, whether it's the tailback out of the backfield or just, you know, getting out to the receivers pretty quick. They've done a good job with that. Blake Harrell there on NC State's offense. Uh, coach Harrell, not just the defensive coordinator, also the linebackers coach at East Carolina. So we talked about his guys, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, and others. I'm really excited about Xavier and Miles. And those are two guys, like you said, very experienced, played a lot of snaps, played a lot of snaps at linebacker and, and Mike and Will and, Xavier played some an outside linebacker last year. So they understand the defense. They know what we're looking for. They know the expectations. They know how to run the defense out there. And just really excited about those two guys and, and what they're going to do this fall for us. Talk about Jeremy Lewis a little bit because I, I just think that, you know, when he gets loose on that edge, you know, somebody in red is going to figure out where he's at. Yeah, J- Jeremy, he, he can be a guy that makes things happen. Right. And, and whether it's, you know, dropping in the coverage, coming off the edge, pass rushing, whatever it may be. He's a different guy. And, uh, you know, I think playing tight end when he first got here has probably helped helped him defensively develop as far as knowing what the offenses are going to do, how they're going to try to attack you. And then we saw him last year. You know, that was really his first season at, at defense. You thought, saw him each game get better and better. And by the end of the season, I think he came around and developed into a defensive player that was an all-around good player. Blake Harrell there also talked about uh, some newcomer linebackers that could see some playing time for the Pirates this year. Cut three. Yeah, I think a new guy, you know, not necessarily a young guy, but uh, Chance Bates is a transfer from Kennesaw State. I actually worked with him when I was there. He's came in. He's a fifth year, you know, was a four year starter there. 
and uh, just really excited about him. He's came in and and he's right there with X and Miles and and just plays at that level of football. So he, he's played a lot of snaps, and, and you can't can't take away experience. So he'll he'll be out there for us. Uh, Taylor Jackson's a younger guy. You know, he's going in his third year. I say younger guy. I know. Isn't that something? Uh, he's been around and and doing a good job. Uh, Mike Edwards is another young guy that that. He, he was a starter at Georgia Southern last year, started in six games there last year, played over 500 snaps, but he gives us some depth in the linebacker room. So really excited about that room. All right, there is Blake Carroll. Uh, if you want to hear it yourself, you can hear the interview in its entirety. He was in studio with Brian Bailey earlier today. We'll have more uh, coming up at 6 o'clock. Yeah, it was good to see him. I hadn't seen him since he was incognito. I ran into him at, uh, in Beaufort. And Blake Carroll, not a hat guy like me and you, Clip. Uh, he has a nice clean look up top uh, was wearing a hat dude was literally sitting at the table next to me with his family and I did not recognize him that doesn't shock me Till he got up he tapped me on the shoulder and I looked at him I was like oh my god it's Blake Harrell what are you I had no idea you were sitting right next to me Troy. I could literally be sitting beside Troy and he wouldn't recognize yeah. me yeah I mean I am telling you we were at this place right on front street in Beaufort and the dude sitting right next to us I did not notice him Troy was at some uh like highfalutin resort and Troy Aikman was sitting beside him and he didn't recognize that, him. no he walked by yeah and I missed it right, until I went back and saw him again. Who's, who's I saw guy? Troy last week, and he said, didn't you used to intern with us? And I said, I work for you right now. <laughs> Chad, right? <laughs> intern Chad, you were one of the best interns Chad. I had. What are you doing these days, Chad? <laughs> Working for you. <laughs> of course, we got Cliff over here. Uh, Cliff. Yeah. All right, Blake Carroll uh, from earlier today. Shirley's the only person I name I can get right every time. I would hope so. She's been yeah. with you since day one. We're yes. proud of you. The longest relationship I've had. <laughs> unfortunately same yes <laughs> shirley is my work wife my road dog my ride or die shirley Rhodes. let's get I a got, break in and taylor I've, what you got as we go to break i've got breaking news two breaking news from the breaking news do we need the today. theme no we don't uh but breaking news out of the nfl jimmy garoppolo and the 49ers agreed to a restructured one-year contract that will keep the quarterback in san francisco this season per sources the contract contains no trade and no tag clauses assuring that garoppolo will remain in san francisco this season and have the freedom to leave in 2023 that is breaking from adam schefter so So he's going to be the backup to to trey Trey lance Lance in san francisco yep wow all right, there you go. Uh, Shirley Rhodes, let's open up the booty bag here on a Monday. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250 getting game week started off right, Shirley, by giving away what? How about a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico? Man, that would be awesome, and it can be yours if you are lucky caller number... Nine. Caller nine. Three one seven twelve fifty. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live. We'll go back inside the players' lounge with Keaton Mitchell when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Russ Carson of Bethel. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more, plus ice-cold cervezas. And Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Thank you, Charlie Rhodes, the Chan Man, Chandler Honeycutt, former long snapper, and also Troy D here inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Monday. And, uh, Troy, it's a Delcor Players Lounge edition of the show. We have talked to Holt Naylor's, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, and Ryan Jones. And uh, we got some other players yep. who are a bit tied up. Uh, coming up, though, before the end, uh, Zay Winstead okay. is en route. And then uh, Jeremy Lewis and Keaton Mitchell got uh, – jammed up today so we'll try and hook up with them down the road all right good deal so yeah, they're they're zay, taking care of things but zay on the way so for all you uh morons out there that just can't wait to say if they spend more time practicing instead of being on pirate radio well look those guys are are not coming on because they have things they to have do. they had some meetings today on their day yeah. off so yeah, they're, they're so getting their work we're done. honoring that yeah <laughs> all right uh john moody has a couple questions yeah, this is kind of this could be a new segment ask the owner two good questions one i know the answer of one i've been talking about and i don't know the answer to question one troy has the ube pirate preview show been retired uh the answer is no it has not it's never been retired uh we had we've had it every year and well we had it let me just say we had it last year and we are bringing it back again this season jeff charles will host that again live from ube now what we have done is changed the day and time of that program the ube pirate preview will debut this season friday at noon so it'll be live at high noon 12 o'clock 12 p.m and we will have that on all well i guess radio platforms so all of our radio stations will be carrying it and online and we will replay that show 7 a.m saturday going into our live game day coverage which starts at eight so You'll have a chance to uh, hear it live at noon. Um, we will then replay it Saturday at 7 a.m., and it will also be archived on our digital platforms. All so right. that will be back. Jeff Charles will be hosting it again. And uh, we have a new spot at UBE that we'll be broadcasting from. We're going to be at the bottom of the stairs, right in the center of the store. So in the past, we've kind of been in the window which is fine you know it's, it's scenic but it's kind of out of the way this we're now we're going to be in the epicenter of the store right in the, in, the, in the, what do you call it the um the hot zone right there all right ground zero of uh of ube any other terms you want to use i was just trying to use an analogy you could relate to i've got it right hot. in the core <laughs> okay i still do you, don't do you understand do you i still don't people? quite get it but uh, the nucleus will be right there. Mm-hmm. 
I think I got it. Yeah. All right. right. Question one answered. And question two from John. If the store was a city, we'd be in the downtown (laughs) region of the store. All right. So say this uh, let's say the store is a human body where are we where's the yeah, show well, i think we'd be squarely in the belly button <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, right in the center of your body the right? linty belly button don't you feel like the belly button's kind of the center of your body if you go up down left right close yeah, it's kind i of mean close to what it, do you right? consider the midsection i mean your stomach's kind of your midsection okay is it not it's it's close okay uh, does anybody have a tape measure no all right uh question two from john i have Moody. one but you're not gonna get me to do it whatever it is that you need can me to do measure, with it can you give clip a quick measurement i need the uh, down left no. right shirley i need the exact midpoint of your body yeah what's your insane? yeah okay no <laughs> uh john moody question two questions with moody ask Any, the owner any works for a press box broadcast podcast yes uh yes we are working on bringing that back I can't uh, say it's going to be every single week like we used to, but I am. Uh, we've just been very busy this week. But uh, I would like next week to try and put and put the band back together, as they say. So the press box original crew, for the, for the most part in modern times of pirate radio, was myself and Brian Bailey. We've been the original two all along for the past twenty years. Uh, Brian Meador was an addition who was a great addition to the to the the crew back even before he worked at ecu he was on the press box and then uh billy weaver who will be sitting here for the post game longtime uh, media guy now in the uh, pharmaceutical business mm-hmm. uh, but weaver would still be a uh, you know part of the four horsemen of the press box crew so we will uh we are going to effort that and uh, and potentially as early as next week try and do one of those good deal and we will be talking to troy d brian bailey billy weaver on the bud light pregame tailgate you'll have the the press box crew sans Medor indeed giving predictions giving thoughts and, yes. and so we'll uh, we'll have those guys on but hopefully we can bring the group together yeah uh isaiah winstead's in the building so let's take a break we'll come back and we'll have some time to chat with the east carolina wide receiver when we return on this monday players lounge edition presented by delcor of pirate radio live back with isaiah winstead after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine have been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Delcor Players Lounge brought to you by the service professionals at Delcor. You can give them a call 321 8868. 
Visit DelcorInc.com if you have issues with your cooling or plumbing or later on this calendar year, uh, your heating. They can take care of it all at Delcor. And joining us now, Isaiah Winstead, East Carolina wide receiver, ready for his first game, uh, suiting up in the purple and gold. Isaiah, been a long offseason. I know you're excited to get going, right? Very long. What's uh, what's the, the feelings right now, game week finally here? You feel any different kind of heading into this week? Nah, I mean, I'm definitely anxious. You know, I ain't played since, what, uh, December of last year. I ain't, you know, so I'm just very anxious. I just can't wait. Yeah, and you even said putting a, a helmet back on, putting the pads back on here recently uh, with fall camp and everything uh, felt different. So uh, yeah. let's talk, uh, how's the connection? We, we've asked you before, you and Holton, with the timing and everything. Do you feel like that's uh, all sorted out, ready to go here for week one? I feel like it's great. I feel like we connected. And a lot of that was what? Off season away from the team, right? Like yeah. just you you two guys getting together. Yeah. That and mostly camp too as well. You know, staying back and getting extra and stuff like that. Texting each other what we want and what we need and you know, just connecting in those ways too. We asked Holden uh who's gonna be the starting lineup out there at receiver. He said, uh, yourself along with Ryan Jones, Jalen Johnson, uh, maybe some CJ Johnson out there. Get the, and that is a pretty tall uh, receiving core to start the game with. So, how, how about Jalen? We we don't we hadn't seen much of him, uh, obviously here uh, in an ECU uniform. What what does he do well at receiver? Um, he definitely liked that uh, route running, definitely route running, <laughs> fast. All that, everything you need in a receiver. We've asked you before, but for Pirate fans, excited to see you for the first time on Saturday. Uh, what, what would you say your strengths are at receiver? Route running and catching. Yeah, yeah. Getting the ball at, the, at its highest point. I hear you've uh, you've been catching some jump balls, <laughs> and you enjoy that that one on one. Trying. Looking at NC State, anybody stand out? Any names or numbers on their defense that stand out to you, Isaiah? Um. Uh, Maybe the safety, number 10, you know, he come down and feel the run up and stuff like that. You know, that's going to be, we got to get him covered up and blocking and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, I ain't sleeping on nobody, but nah. Yeah. I, and Coach Boyette, Donnie Kirkpatrick has talked about this since he's been here for years and years, but blocking. We hadn't talked to you much about it, but put, they take a lot of pride in that, and, and you as players have to as well. So, you know, how important is that for a receiver to, to be able to block and help your guys out? It's very important. Actually, like, since high school, like, uh, my high school in Holland Springs, um, like, our coach, basically, if you didn't block, you didn't get the ball. <laughs> so that been instilled in my brain, like, to block. And even at my previous schools, you had to block. How much did you know growing up about East Carolina, NC State, like these in-state teams, the rivalry? Did you know much of that growing up at all? No. How much has it been discussed as a, since you've been here? A lot. That's how they talk about this yeah. rivalry, they, how much they hate state. Have they made you hate state yet? I hate them. <laughs> all right, we got them. We, uh, Isaiah's ready to go. So. Uh, and man, uh, uh, for season openers too, you're going to be hyped up regardless of who the opponent is. But to get one like this at your house kind of adds to it, right? It's definitely big. We get to play, you know, ACC school at home for the season opener. That's definitely big. What uh, goes through your head on game day? Blake Harrell, uh, defensive coordinator, told Brian Bailey he still gets the butterflies, not in like a nervous way, but just that football feeling. So how about you Saturday morning when you wake up? Uh, what are those feelings going to be like for you? When I wake up, it's like I'm ready to go. 
you know, like I'm just real quiet. So I'm just locking in. Yeah, and by the time that game time start, you know, I get a little butterflies and then I just, you know, tap into that mode, tap into that different mode. Like I walk onto the field um, before the kickoff, I get on the knee and pray. And then once I say my prayer, I put my helmet on and it's go time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that Isaiah Winstead. We've gotten to know you a little bit here and uh, you're you're a pretty quiet guy overall, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can we can tell. We appreciate you talking with us. I know it might not be your favorite thing, but uh, but yeah, pretty pretty quiet. I mean, what what uh, what makes you get energetic? Obviously, football. Anything else? Like, do we ever see Isaiah loud and crazy? Uh, maybe if I score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll see that. Just uh, coming up Saturday. Uh, Isaiah Winstead joining us. Did you watch any football? Uh, week zero, there was a few games Saturday. Did you watch any of them? Yeah, I watched FAMU. Okay. Uh, they hung around for a little while with yeah, North Carolina. Until about the second half. Who else did I watch? Uh, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah I Took an L week one. Yeah, that was the only two I watched. Northwestern uh, knocking off Nebraska. That Northwestern was an 11-point underdog, just like East Carolina is to NC State. <laughs> so it's already happened once. Uh can certainly happen again on saturday uh so i say what about this week uh practice tuesday wednesday thursday for yourself uh what are the fi- the things you want to fine tune here these last few days uh just more so like mental stuff and then just increasing that connection with holding like you know fine tuning everything like what is it that we want exactly when this is happening and stuff like that and then you know stretching and stuff like that hydrating yeah, i guess physical yeah. physical stuff and you talked about how much you jumped into the playbook and everything you good with all that heading yeah, into the game yeah and uh and checks because hold nailers has said he does have some freedom this year to to audible to check off and yeah he definitely do he love to check <laughs> uh something to look out for coming up on saturday uh so isaiah um you're not allowed i heard to play uh fantasy football uh, i don't know if you'd be into that anyway do you even know what that is I heard of it. I, don't, I never did it before. I don't even know, like, like what you got to do to even do that. <laughs> so, for example, you you draft NFL players, and what they do in the game, you get points for. So, like, my receiving core that I drafted Saturday is uh, I got Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle, Cortland Sutton, Juju, guys like that. Yeah. And I play against another team, and then what they do on the field, I get points for. It's what us nerds do that can't play football. What's that? What the points go to? So you get, so they get a point for reception, six for a touchdown, ten for every hundred yards, and we all have lineups and we keep up, and whoever has the most points between me and my opponent wins that week. Okay. So, <laughs> so do you like win anything? Like, well, yeah, you throw in a little, little cash. Here. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're playing for something. Makes sense. There's a pot at the end of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but you can't do that as a student athlete, and then you're going to be playing in the NFL. So you probably won't be playing then, but maybe when you're old and retired, I'll explain it to you. Yeah, you can get in our sure. league. <laughs> it's again, some of us non-athletic dudes uh, do, but uh, but looking forward to that. Who uh, we've talked about some of your favorite receivers. Who uh, who do you like watching on Sunday? Who's going to have a big year? You like it? I mean, I think Cortland Sutton from Denver is primed for a big year with Russell Wilson now. Who do you, uh, who's a breakout guy for you this uh, year? I like Justin Jefferson. Like, uh, he's a like monster. Run his routes and like how smooth he is. Like you know, like I said, I'm, I take pride in the route running. And yeah. Stuff, so like that's somebody I watch. Devontae Adams, stuff like that. How you think Adams is going to do with a new team? And uh, he's got his old quarterback though. That's yeah. A I feel like he's going to do good. 
yeah i feel like yeah all right isaiah uh man final final days uh for prep for nc state and i don't know man what's gonna be like when you take the field Fifty thousand, all those purple shirts and everything cheered for you like do you hear it or do you try to block it out and focus like how do you take it all in no i like to hear it it turned me up like i, I want to hear that like i want to see all that in the in the stands like it just make me an, it's, that's another way for me to lock in like, all right lock into tap into another level like. all right so get loud for isaiah and his teammates coming up saturday at dowdy ficklin stadium isaiah thanks for hanging out man and uh good luck this week we'll talk to you next monday appreciate you yes sir isaiah winstead we'll take our final break Come back, get ready to wrap up today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. Uh, The Dow was down 184 points, closed at 32,098. The NASDAQ was down 124 points at 12,017. S&P was also down today uh, 27 points and closed out the day at 4,030. And that is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. All right. I'm already ready to make my fantasy pick for Saturday's Bud Light pregame tailgate. Oh, is that right? I guess. Already? I guess I'll wait, but. Was it our previous guest? It was. I got Andre Allison vibes. 50-yard touchdown week one Ooh. against Duke. I just got the, those feelings going through my brain right I now. I got a feeling. So we'll have uh, that and a lot more coming up Saturday, 8 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate right here on Pirate Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to Holton Aylers, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith, Miles Berry, Ryan Jones, and Isaiah Winstead for joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge. And uh, we'll be back with you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.